0: Hello, Legionnaires, and welcome to episode 137 of RPG Digest. In segment one, we read through tabletop RPGs to introduce it to you, and oftentimes ourselves as well. In segment two, we provide higher-level overviews and fundamentals, and even the occasional how-to. But no how-to today. Forget that. None whatsoever. If you don't know how to do it, you don't get to know. That's the way we are today. That's right. Because I am John Maxley Leoshlow, your favorite curmudgeon, critic, and judge. Along with me is no one. Absolutely no one. I'm by myself today because heathen dog has decided to use up whatever vacation time I decided to let him have. It's messed up. I didn't know I was doing that. Apparently it's a union thing. And uh, he's spending time with his family. See, family's getting in the way. Get rid of them all. That's right. So, anyway... I hope everybody out there is doing well. Of course, I want to thank all of you wonderful people who support us monetarily. Your gracious donations help us provide giveaways, produce more content, and generally give back to Legion Myth community as a whole. We have nearly 4,300 YouTube subscribers. We're creeping up there. I'm not sure if we'll have it by the next episode, but we probably will by the episode after that, so that's pretty cool. And uh, we're thankful for each and every one of you. And you can check the description below for links to various Legion Myth sites, social media, Discord, merch, etc. Got a comment from somebody earlier this week saying you got a hoodie and was absolutely impressed by it. So apparently we have good quality stuff, so. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Get off the screen. That's right, I'm alone. Taking up the big screen there. How's everybody doing? Who do we have in here today? At least who's commented? We have one-legged frog. Hello, hello. Malachi finally gets to catch one of these. I appreciate that. Thank you for being here. And the Crafting Gamer. Out there, hello to you as well. Let's see what we have got over here. Our numbers are kind of low right now. I wonder if uh this is a bad Sunday? Is there something going on I should know about? It's not Mother's Day yet, is it? Not my card's gonna be late. <laughs> Nobody cares about You're near
1: zero. Oh, uh,
0: hello, gaming with ADHD. Good to see you. By the way, Crafting Gamer has been putting out uh, more Robotech content. And Gaming with ADHD. I actually haven't been getting any notifications about Gaming with ADHD. I'm going to have to check out your channel. But he does good interviews. He's got a lot of content out there. Paints, covers games. Uh, I saw a Shadowrun thing somewhat recently. And, uh, yeah, like I said, he's got some good interviews out there. So check him out. Hello, Seth McFulton. Good to see you. So my week has been... Again, another another boring week. Been getting some writing done. Oh, man finding time to write now is really angering me everything's getting in the way of writing because uh, it's working out it really is working out you're like yeah max you've said that before i know i know but unless something gets in my way this time unless somebody copies what i'm doing again it's uh everything's
1: yeah everything's working out so
0: uh to put victor on retainer no 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 victor's no sire guy um I like Victor, don't get me wrong. He's welcome on Friday ChillStream, whatever he wants. But uh, unless it's something OSR-oriented, I would rather... Uh, yeah, I, I, quite particular about who comes in and why. So, especially on this show. Friday Night ChillStream, he's more than welcome. He absolutely adds. He's a, definitely a net benefit to the show. But here, uh, I would want somebody more interested in uh, Mutineer Zero, so to speak. And, or let me rephrase that, more knowledgeable about Mutineer Zero. Dingus McFarkknocker, good. Can't have the stream until I can say his name. Stream can start now. Uh, (laughs) I thought we had a good stream on Friday. We talked about children in gaming. uh, And sometimes there's a chore to pull out specific information from people. But all in all, I thought it was a good conversation. Hopefully you guys liked it. It's interesting, though. And I probably shouldn't say this here, but I'm going to because it's just something I've noticed. And the people who are on the show heard me talk about it after it, so. And that's whenever I listen to you guys. I don't get super chats. (laughs) When I do my own thing and tell you guys to F off, you guys give me 200 bucks. So from now on, whatever you want, you're not getting ever again. (laughs) That's not true. Yeah, it was actually the lowest of any Friday Night show Stream ever. Ever. Yet it had the topic that everybody wanted us to talk about. It was weird. So, uh, anywho, again, it could just be bad, bad time and so forth. I'm not complaining about money. I'm not like, shut down the Friday Night Chill stream because you guys didn't pay me. No, that's not how I do things. But, uh, it was just, notice that. Come on, have a stream tonight. I know you weren't planning on it after the uh, members only, but have a stream tonight. Crickets, crickets, crickets. All right. This one. Oh, this is a great topic. I can't wait to be there. Uh, crickets, crickets, crickets it is what it is. So. And there's Squirrel Hermit. Good to see you. Oh, yeah, that after today, uh, like last week and the week before, pretty much just consider this uh, going forward. I will be on uh, what's it uh, the GM's Alcove stream playing in his Abomination Vaults game. So, had a role-playing session yesterday with one of the characters. I, I mean, as far as role-playing goes, I thought it went well. Uh, as far as uh, <laughs> changing any hearts and minds, I don't think that happened, but we'll see. Uh... But yeah, it was good to have uh, some good role playing. Now I don't have to try to force it in the game today because I'm not sure the players are actually in this chair here, are um, as interested in that style of play, at least as much as I am. So it's good to do that yesterday. But uh, yeah, um, I had, I don't know if I should say this. Is is this bad form to say this? I don't know. I'm going to say it anyway. You guys can yell at me if you think it is. But uh, I had a last minute invite today uh to possibly join inappropriate characters and the reason i'm saying this is because it's unfortunate that i couldn't but i don't dump my uh, already ascribed obligations just like if they're to invite me and i were to accept and somebody you know some channel with a hundred thousand subscribers came out like dude we watch you on the show i i wouldn't bail on them so uh but uh yeah so check that out check out inappropriate characters tonight i won't be on there but uh, you should probably watch it it's a good show it's got pundit i don't know who's missing but it's you know pundit. Um, we got Avenger and Job and whatever whoever guest that they bring on, so check that out. Uh,
2: let's
0: see, what else? What else? What else? Do I want to say that when I start? Yeah, I think I want to say that when I start.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Got some notes here. Yeah, I did my shout-out to Inappropriate Characters. I can cross that off.
1: Do-do-do. I know some people are mad
0: at... Uh, pundit for his take about uh what's that game dark shadow or whatever that game's called again he's allowed to have his opinions he's allowed to feel ways about things and you know they might be hot takes sometimes but that's just the way it is just like you know last couple weeks things have died down but last couple weeks we had some hot takes within our communities here that uh i think people went a bit overboard on um and hopefully that that calms down a little bit i think it has by now but uh, you know there are definitely some victims in that one and i mean victims of circumstance not victims of uh attacks or whatever you want to call it but uh yeah i mean it got it actually started to affect the real world uh people's real lives so that that definitely got carried out of hand don't do that man twitter is fucking twitter man i troll twitter well when i'm on there i trolled twitter I make fun of people. We are definitely part of, uh, you know, the culture war here, and I am going to talk about that a little bit in the actual segment, believe it or not. But uh, all told, we're here to play games. We're here to talk about games. If somebody doesn't run a game the way you like. It's okay to mock them because it's the freaking internet. That's what we do on the internet. Don't like it? Don't put your face out there. At the same time, you know, when it goes beyond mocking, come on, come on. That's uh
1: that's that's when you've gone too far so
0: anyway i don't really have anything else to talk about uh like i said heathen dog's on vacation now he's using up vacation time i didn't authorize him but he's using it anyway (laughs) and uh so i guess go through our uh, proclivities and then we just jump into segment one you guys are good with that and i have a new way of doing proclivities now oh actually not this one i already said thank you to you guys so well, thanks again, everybody. Thank you for being here. Thanks for your support. Thanks for watching the videos, liking the videos, subscribing to the channel. Thank you for the super chats and the memberships and me dinking around with my microphone right now. I hate being crooked. Is that OCD if I hate it being crooked? But if I don't lift it up, then I bump it. Ugh, whatever. Nothing's perfect. I can't it just be
1: perfect. So, uh, anyway. Yeah, I guess... I'll set this up. It's over here. It's you over here as well.
0: Bring you over here. See, I don't have Heathen Dog to tap dancer, do the monkey symbol thing for me today. So I got to do this all my own. (laughs) And
1: boom. All right. For Segment
0: 1, today we're starting a new series where I think we're going to close out the year. I know, it's only May, right? But I think we're going to close out the year talking about Free League for Segment 1. And not just any old Free League, because there are a lot of Free League games. I'm talking specifically the Year Zero Engine. And let me put one more caveat on that. Not just the Year Zero Engine, but the old school version of the Year Zero Engine. Because the Year Zero engine has actually changed. And I don't know if if it's a preference thing on their side, or if they just think it's better gameplay or whatever. But all the games that I have scheduled between now and the end of the year are using the D6 Dice Pool Year Zero engine of some sort. So uh, the first game we're going to start with is Mutant Year Zero. And I'm going to provide an introduction to that. However, let's get that off the screen. I'm not even going to put the book up yet. I'm going to get that off the screen because I'm going to talk to you a little bit. So, I came across Mutant Year Zero completely by accident. I may have talked about this on a live stream a few years ago. I can't remember, but uh, I don't expect you guys to watch that. Where I was going to play this uh, computer game, Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden. I was like, oh, it's an XCOM type game with anthropomorphic animals. That sounds neat.
1: I can play that, right? Let's do this. Boom.
0: And those are the two main characters from that game i was like man this would make like a great rpg that'd be really cool to turn this into an rpg and then i come to find out in a little bit of research that it's based on an rpg called mutant year zero (laughs) by free league now you might be asking yourself why isn't the free league site up there what's this heroic systems well i'll get to that in a moment uh so i found out that it was a game i was like well you know what i'll check it out I mean, I would like to cover RPGs on at that time, the Legion Myth Weekly live stream. I, maybe I could get Heathen Dog covered or something. And I picked up the book and instantly fell in love with the rules. I was kind of like, where have you been for the last few years? Because I was struggling between rules light games and OSR games and crunchy games. And this Mutineer Zero, the way the system worked, really covered the bases that I like. I like dice pools. Now, there is a non-dice pool version, as I mentioned before, but I like dice pools. Uh, I like anthropomorphic animals. Well, where are the anthropomorphic animals? They're not in Mutant Year Zero. Oh, well, they're in Mutant Gen Lab Alpha down here, an entire book about them. So, and we'll be talking about that in the next game, because I'm going to start with Mutant Year Zero, and we're going to Mutant Gen Lab Alpha. The one thing I'm going to do differently in covering Mutant Year Zero versus how we've covered other games is I'm only going to cover combat... One time for the four games. Combat is going to be covered in Mutant Year Zero in this series, and I think that's next week as a matter of no, nope, it's uh, two weeks from now. Uh, when I cover it, that's going to be the only time until I get to Coriolis that I'm going to talk about the combat because Mutant Gen Lab Alpha, Mutant Mechatron, and Mutant Elysium follow the same system. There are some tweaks, most notably with Mechatron, but we'll cover those tweaks at that time. So, I'm only going to cover combat system one time. Other than that, we're going to cover what the differences are. But Mutant Year Zero, he said I got into it from finding out that it was a computer game into, like, oh my god, it's a role-playing game, and I honestly, it's what made me fall in love with the Year Zero engine. That's why I love Forbidden Lands. You can thank Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden, the computer game for all that. For Coriolis, for Alien. for What else do I have back there? Vason. Uh, yeah. So, I have a whole shelf of just Free League now. And this is the same company, Heroic uh, Signatures, I'm sorry, did I say Systems for Signatures? Heroic Signatures is the same company that's also taken over Conan when we were talking about that. Okay? And for the folks who like, you know, um, Savage Worlds, Solomon Kane. So it's taken over. And of course, as we talked about previously, Mutant Chronicles. So games we've already covered this year. (laughs) Seems like... Danger, every game I'm covering this year is going over to heroic uh, signatures, which I don't know if I like or don't like. What I'm really nervous about, Conan, we know is gone. Okay, Mutant Chronicles, we know is gone. Hopefully, you're not getting epilepsy there. What I'm curious about is Mutant Year Zero. Oh, and Solomon Kane is gone too. That's not even on the PEG website anymore. What I'm interested to understand is if Mutant Year Zero is gone as well. Now, if Free League still sells it. So licensed, like, like, I mean, Freely doesn't technically own it from what I understand either. So I, I don't know where this stands. And, well, I hope it doesn't change because I like the user engine. I think it fits this game. And, yeah, anyway, we're supposed to be talking about game stuff and less about the opinion side of things here. But I did want to point that out to you guys. That uh, stop presenting here. I said stop. And was there anything else I want to talk about here? Nope, that'll come up later, that'll come up later, and that will come up later. So let's get the book up here, and let's take a look at, present again, this time we'll just do the book, and I'm gonna look at some chat, and then we're gonna start talking about, your zero, chat's way over here, so it can be a pain in the butt to see. Actually, let me look over here.
1: Uh, See, do 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 do, uh,
0: good day, hey, good to see you, Mobius. Shuko, uh, good to see you as well. Your Zero Engine is a good one, thank you. Yeah, I, I like it. And to be honest, I like both versions of it. My preference is the D6 dice pool just because I like dice pools. But I like both versions of the Zero Engine. Uh, let's
1: see. Okay.
0: <laughs> Uh I don't hear anything that doesn't agree with me. So I think What's that? Good news is I don't hear anything that doesn't agree with me, so I think the world revolves around me. What 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 are we talking about? What happened? Okay. Heroic signatures is the holding company. They aren't doing anything with the properties they just licensed about. I thought Heroic Signatures was making a Conan game. My understanding is that Heroic Signatures is making its own Conan. I don't know about the rest. But it's definitely making, a, a, I shouldn't say definitely, but my understanding is it's making a Conan game. But uh, uh, Mutant Year Zero's in Limbo. I think Noah's trying for it. Free League is good. Yeah, so Free League, okay, you know what? This is the introduction video. I, I've got a couple other things I'll say right now. First of all, Jenny from Free League is freaking awesome. I know she's been there for at least a couple of years, if not more than that, because she helped me out when I lived in Germany. She's helped me out a couple of times since then. So she's, uh, customer support i mean i don't know her actual official position but customer support but every time i work with her jenny from free league is freaking awesome free league has always been helpful even when there's shenanigans so good out there so jenny thank you for your help and what happened recently is i backed the uh kickstarter for forbidden lands for uh, is it uh, beasts the 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 beast man uh, basically the monster manual and blood march I, i forget uh what the full book's called well, I got the package in and I was like, oh, I got my Kickstarter. Cool. I didn't pay too much attention to it because I was like, well, I'll be covering Forbidden Lands later, whatever. Let's just put it on the shelf and, and I'll get back to it. And then a couple of days later, I got another package by Kickstarter, this time with the book, the cards and uh, the, the cloth map. I was like, wait a second. I know I wouldn't have backed this twice. What's going on here? And I checked and I didn't back it twice. I only backed it once. And it was the one with the map and so forth. So the second shipment was the right one. So I was like, "Hey, do you want me to send this back to you, or I could do it as a giveaway when we go to uh, Forbidden, uh, when we cover Forbidden Lands?" And she was all cool with that. She's like, "That sounds like a good idea." So thanks to Free League sending me some extra stuff and being okay with me doing a giveaway when we go through Forbidden Lands. I'm going to be giving away that uh, the again the Monster Manual. I'm going to call it for now because I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Something Beasts and the Blood March campaign setting. So thank you for Jenny out there. Also, free league. Free league is like palladium to me, and here's what I mean by that: they do a couple things that make me beat my head into the the table. It just annoy the crap out of me. But that's all superseded by good stuff, which you will find out in any game that they've got. That they look Forbidden Lands absolutely believes in bioessentialism. Thank you. What I mean by that: yes, I use that term, but it understands the tropes of. Traditional fantasy, even if it throws some of them on, on their head, right? It uh, free league, I believe, likes gamers. Again, Palladium's the same thing. Palladium likes the gamers. Palladium likes its fans. Free league seems to to have the same mindset. There are some things in the culture war and yes, there is a culture war going on. I am saying that here in segment one, not on a Friday night chill stream because I have a character creation video for forbidden lands that gets some people a little riled up because I say some things, there is still a culture war going on and I'm still going to say those things. And there are two aspects about this book that we will, I will show you one in segment one, one in segment two about this book that are, that free league has gone off the deep end on. And I will call them out for that. Okay. But all told, Free League is is a good company. I won't say great. I'll say a good company that I think should be supported. But what's concerning is they're focusing on the IPs now. Alien, uh, Blade Runner, Odd World, like man, focus on what got you going. Focus on this. Like again, anybody can do whatever they want with this, right? But man, focus on Coriolis. I know, you just came out with the third book in the wake of the Icon series, but to be fair, what sells more? And this goes back to Omenel's comment a little bit ago with there being coy about it. I think they're coy about it because I don't think this sells. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping to be able to help change that. I hope that when I'm done with this, no matter what I say about it, you guys are like, I need to go out and get Mutant Year Zero. And the other three books that go with it and start running the game. So there we go. There's a bit of background there again. This is the introduction video so it's, it's okay. Um I'll cover that when we go to that uh, duh, 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 duh. cover that later and um yeah, that's that's pretty much all I need to say. Uh already said that as well.
1: Okay. excellent I think we're ready to go. What do you guys in chat say?
0: And then I'll do proclivities and then we'll get started. Um uh, Monolith took over the Conan IP. They're doing the board game for the last few years. Okay, well, Modiphius can no longer sell Conan after June, right? Free League has been awesome for customer support. Even when they mess up an order, they'll make it right. Yes, yes. Free League has been absolutely amazing for customer support. Again, I I put Palladium and Free League in very similar veins. (laughs) Very different styles, but very similar veins, where I truly believe that they appreciate and like their customers. Again, they both do some things I don't agree with. But I think ultimately they, they appreciate their customers. And this is why even when Free League makes some of the changes that we'll be talking about, I still try to support them. If they go off the deep end, well, then I'll just stop. So there
1: we go. All right. So what
0: is Mutant Year Zero? Well, obviously, it's going to be a post-apocalyptic game, right? You stay there. I'm not, I'm not ready for you uh let's scroll down this is a zone map now what's cool about the zone map right uh i I don't think i have an actual zone map for mutineers here i have to buy one it's one of the only maps i don't have but you can make your own zone map by using google maps and just putting a grid over it okay and changing it up how you want we'll find out later on how big these squares are mostly because i've forgotten uh (laughs) so but You explore this area, so your zone map is going to look differently than my zone map. You might have an encounter in an area with a lot of rot, which we'll talk about later, in yours, where mine was just easily passed through. And that's what makes this fun. And this is one of the things that I really think that Free League has done well with uh, this and Forbidden Lands, is the exploration side of it. No two games are going to be the same, even if they play on the same map, so to speak. Because you're going to find adventure areas In different zones. The art of this game is fantastic. Now, this is the fourth printing. My book, I think it's the third printing, because again, I got into it late.
1: Um, Yeah, this looks like this is the third
0: printing. Uh, This is not true. This is a lie right here. Updates in the fourth printing with only cosmetic changes. And I'm going to show that in the second segment, okay? Uh, so. People at the end of time, we're going to cover that in this episode. And then next episode is going to be your mutant. Next week is going to be skills. And yes, the entire week is going to be, I'm sorry, the entire segment is going to be on skills. because pretty much everything to do with die rolling is in that segment i'll cover a little bit beforehand but uh most of it is in that segment then we have talents and mutations and conflict and trauma this would be like mostly combat although a lot of combat is also up here in skills and i can't remember how i have that broken down and then the arc oh the arc and zone travel yeah that's the last week arc and zone travel is the last week i will not be going into the game master section at all in this so it's just gonna be stuff for players out there I'm not gonna be spilling the beans of what happens okay now with that said before we get started with the people here I'm going to look at chat while I do this the core values of hashtag rpgate and any good tabletop group are escapism not representation entertainment over activism and natural organic inclusion not force diversity. Please follow that QR code or refer to the description below for the link to the charity we support, which is the Wounded Warrior Project. Thursdays and Saturdays, you can watch the dirty casuals on Twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Fridays and Sundays, you can watch the Friday Night Show Stream and RPG Digest on our YouTube and Rumble channels. Please leave us a comment with your thoughts and experiences, and if you like our gaming content please be sure to subscribe to Legion of Myth. So, uh, I just realized that, uh, okay, apparently it's not up on Rumble. I see it here. So let me quickly go to Rumble. I don't see if I maybe copied and pasted incorrectly or something. Pardon me for the delay. Let's copy this again. Put it over here.
1: There's that, and copy that, there, there. All right, it's added, save changes. All right,
0: should be good soon. Error. That doesn't work, I don't have to say, because all I did was copy and paste. It looked like I missed a letter. I think when I copy and paste, I did a bad job. So uh, all right full screen that oops I was full screen on that bad boy we're gonna talk about the background of people at the end of time of course the world ends it happens quickly faster than anyone could predict the red flag hits a world already on the brink of collapse extreme climate change global economic crisis increasing conflict between old and new superpowers when the pandemic comes The last thin veneer stability crumbles. Funny how this game predicted that years before it actually happened. (laughs) So. Ah, yes. So now I know because it always happens every time. So I'm just going to come out there with it. Don't don't listen to this. Oh, my God, it's woke garbage. So woke. No, it's not. Okay, these are uh, typical tropes used to explain the end of the world in a post apocalyptic type game. Everything from nuclear war to climate change or whatever else, seas rising, deserts rising, who cares? That's always been part of the idea of a post-apocalyptic game. Let it go. OK, the part that I thought was funny is I, I don't even remember what year. I mean, my book was 2017, so that's beforehand. So I don't even know. Yeah, my printing is 2017 and I have the third printing the the universe was around even before this version of the game so uh hey it's kind of funny how <laughs> how that you know the pandemic comes the last thin veneer of stability crumbles but well, good to see our society didn't crumble and we've not not suffered under the red flag right yeah before it was politicized there you go must be set in 2026 okay one billion people die in the first year. Utter panic reigns supreme. Solidarity between nations is non-existent. Wars break out over the last dwindling dwindling resources of the world. For the first time since 1945, nuclear weapons are used in armed conflict. Mushroom clouds rise from east to west everyone tries to save themselves the rich the powerful start monumental projects to escape the surface of the dying earth which is actually pretty cool in this game by the way um all four of these games kind of revolve around those mon- those types of monumental projects and there're even a couple extra that if you really wanted to as a player or a game master you could make your own setting based around i'm not going to name them off now again mostly cuz i forgot but uh yeah when we get in a mutant gen lab alpha when we get a mutant mechatron and we get to mutant elysium you're going to see three of them and i think there were seven if i remember correctly i might be wrong about that but uh anyway Uh, to escape the surface of the dying earth going deep underground to the bottom of oceans into the cold darkness of space the seats in these final lifeboats for mankind are desperately few for most of the world's inhabitants there is no way out. Once it's all over, Earth is still. Nature invades ruined cities. Winds sweep through the empty streets turned into graveyard. Time gnaws the window of skyscrapers. Pains falling to the ground in a slow rain of glass. And hey, good to see you, Patty's Parlor. Sorry you can't stay, but uh, thank you for coming by. And thank you for the comment. And again, I apologize to the folks on Rumble that uh, I copied and pasted the, s- the stream key incorrectly. My bad. Yet life remains slivers of humanity survive the apocalypse in the Ark, And the Ark is going to be very important for this portion of the game or for this version of the game. Mutant Year zero in the Ark, a small settlement at the edge of a dead city, the people live. You are the spawn of humanity, but not quite human. You're twisted funhouse images, mutated freaks. Your bodies and minds have incredible powers, but you are unstable. Fragile. None of the people are over 30 years old. That is something to, uh, to consider as you play, Mutineer Zero. Except the Elder. Your leader, but not like you. One of the ancients. For decades, he has warned you, be on your guard, don't leave the Ark. Stay here or the rot will get you. Or something even worse. So far, you've obeyed his commands, lived off rations from the old age. Chased off every stranger who came close to the Ark. Few dared to go outside into the zone. That is what the Elder calls the outside world. But the safe days are over. Food is running scarce, and the fight for what's left is turning violent. You starve. Factions are forming bosses on top of grunts. Sorry, bosses on top and grunts at the bottom. By the way, I'm actually going to look at this right now. Because I haven't actually compared this. Yes, this is not a cosmetic change free league this means you're a bunch of cucks to people with fifi's hurt the right word to put here is slaves won't be able to see it here but in the next segment you will be able to see it as i as i show the actual role called a slave it's not a grunt it's a slave don't change it because people i don't like the word shut up in the middle Fixers who try to turn a profit from anyone, and everyone, and the elder can't stand up on his own anymore. They say he can't even take a piss without help. You're on your own now. It's time to venture out, to explore the zone, to search for artifacts and knowledge, build, grow the land, seek out others, create a new civilization on the ruins of the old one. Seek your origin. No children are born to the people. If you do nothing, you will perish. Maybe one day you will find the Eden of legend, the ancient's haven from the encroaching hellscape. That is where salvation and truth await stories say, maybe it's all fairy tales. It doesn't matter. You have no choice. This is the beginning. This is year zero. All right. I don't normally read all of that, but since the background was short and it really just invel- uh, evokes what the world is about. So, uh, yeah, it's a, uh,
1: What's that? Red plague? How accurate? Was there a red plague? I don't know what that's about. <laughs> uh so what is menu zero It's a role-playing game. Players. You're gonna take on a role and you're going to play. Uh warning to players, don't read section two. And guess what? We're not gonna be covering section two. Uh,
0: sometimes so assembly actually i want to read this sometimes you as players have influence over the people as a whole so the people are the characters of the arc the npcs and the pcs non-player characters and the player characters of the arc are the people okay at so-called assemblies hello and ngm good to see you here you were referred here well hopefully by somebody good <laughs> hopefully by somebody good appreciate that welcome what, what Free League does very well in its games is it incorporates in-character and out-of-character aspects. If you have somebody who's like, eh, I don't know if I'm really liking role-playing games, can I be useful in another way? And you're kind of look at the game going, I mean, that's all we do is we sit and role-play. Man, there are always out-of-character things, or at least out of the direct role-playing aspect of it, however you want to look at it in your game. I would still call it role-playing, but again, your, your mileage may vary. That you can do. and. When we get to that part of this game, we'll we'll talk about what the specifics are. But essentially, there's an auto character aspect of this game. As you build up the arc, you make it stronger, you make it better, you make it accommodate more people. And that's what's great about this. So you you have your adventuring, but you're adventuring for a purpose. It could be for riches for you, if that's all you want. There's nothing wrong with that. Or it could be, no, we got to bring everything back and for the arc. Hey. And anything in between—that's all about you. How do you want to do this? As so-called assemblies, you speak for the entire population. That's right. The player characters make the decisions as to how the arc is going to go. Now, could you roleplay that differently? And be like, you know what? I don't want the player characters starting off. To do that on the game master. Yada. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, sure, you could. But the intent is for the players at the end of sessions or beginning of sessions, depending how you want to do it, to uh, to determine how the arc grows or changes. You need rations? Gotta go out there and get them. Can't grow them yet. Over time, you might be able to grow them. No, no, somebody's attacking the Ark. You gotta defend it. Hey, one of the bosses has a mission for you to go do something. Will you do that in order to keep the, the, we'll call it the sanctity of the Ark. Anyway, assemblies you speak, uh, uh, sorry, at so-called assemblies, you speak for the entire population of the Ark and make decisions about which projects the people should undertake. And we'll talk more about that uh, Chapter 7. The Game Master is the final character. Hopefully by this point you know what a Game Master is. It's the one character on the side who runs the game, set, you know, narrates the session, makes determinations for all the non-player characters, and sets the scene. <laughs> Use the players! Being the GM can feel like an overwhelming responsibility, as if the entire game rests on your shoulders. It doesn't. In section two of this book, you will find many useful tools. One important piece of advice, don't be afraid to let the players help you. Can't think of anything to say when describing a ruined building or an NPC? Let a player describe it instead. There you go. So what do you do? I feel like there's a paragraph missing here. Or is it not actually here yet?
1: Do, 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 do. but Maybe not. Maybe
0: it is later. Oh, yeah, it's much later. Okay. So, what do you do? So, in Mutant Year Zero, no one will hold your hand and show you where to go. You and the other players create the stories in the games. Uh oh. What? I'm not just playing the Game Master story. That is correct. You're creating them. Even the Game Master doesn't know how a lot of things are going to uh, work its way out. Why? Because dice rolls and locations that you go to remember i already said that the map isn't full of fixed locations you find out what's there by adventuring and your map could be completely different than my map when all is said and done
1: you fight for grub water and bullets grub being
0: food obviously but just in case bullets are both ammunition and money buy for things you buy things with bullets do you want to save them all to shoot baddies and then have nothing or do you spend them all and fight a different way that's up to you but do you have grub water and bullets grub and water not only feed you but they help heal you as well and we'll talk about that when we talk about combat and trauma in a few weeks okay starvation is never far away in Year zero clean water is a luxury the rot is out to get you and the rot is your biggest even more so than monsters trying to bite your face off the rot is your biggest enemy and it's gonna get you maybe not but it probably will get you (laughs) if you don't have grub and water you'll have to fight to get it and if you do have what you need you can be sure some other freak will try to take it from you and then you need bullets to load your gun or to buy protection from someone stronger and take part in the projects. We already kind of talked about those projects are. So you can protect the Ark. You can protect your own, explore the zone. This is probably going to be the vast majority of your sessions. It doesn't have to be. I'm just saying that's my guess. It's going to be the vast majority of your sessions as that leads into searching for Eden that we talked about in that uh, beginning. Now, the funny thing is Eden could be a fairy tale. It really could or it could be real that's up to you and your table okay each one of these books mutant year zero mutant gen lab alpha mutant mechatron and mutant elysium has an introductory adventure that opens up some of the history of the setting of the game world each one is different this book is kind of like the core game i guess you'd say now you don't need this to play gen lab alpha it has all of the rules to play gen lab alpha mechatron or elysium but this would be like the core rules and the other ones are like prequels that lead to this i actually considered running a gen lab alpha group a mechatron group and an elysium group and then ending up here and then having uh, players Create whatever characters they want, whether it's uh, in your zero, mutant gen lab, alpha, keep the ones that they're playing or whatever. But uh, I never got to that. That was when I was in Germany. All right, tools of the game, character sheets. Uh, Well, actually, you know what? I can show. What page am I on? 15? I'm guessing character sheets, if that's 280, are probably around 276. Oh, it's close. This is zone log. So you'll keep track of what goes on in the zone. You need to note the rot level. So these are for players. At least I think they're for players. Uh, uh, what's this? This is the arc sheet. This is when you take on projects, what you do with those projects, and how long, you know, if it's completed or if it's still being worked on. And your development points, again, we'll get to all of that in, in uh, Chapter 7. Oh, yeah, the color versions. Okay, let's get to the character sheet. Let's go to char- oh, color character sheet. We're in full color nowadays, right? It's not 1950 anymore. So here's the character sheet. If you are familiar with Year Zero Engine games, this is going to look familiar to you. If you're not, well, it's very simple. Strength, agility, wits, and empathy; those are your four core attributes, and they are they make the basis of your character. Generally, your character. If you have strength of three, you roll three dice for strength. There you go. If you have a wits of five, you roll five dice. And we'll get to more of that later. Conditions: there are four of them, one for each attribute. Uh, skills: th- this is it. There is one other skill that you'll have. It'll be a specialty skill based on your role, and we'll talk about that in the next video. But these are all the skills in the game. And you might sit here, because the first thing I did when I saw the skill list is like, how do you play an entire game with only 12, 13 skills? How do you do that? Like, that doesn't make sense. How do I specialize? How do I... No, it works. Stop trying to be a simulationist and just enjoy playing the game. So uh and uh cook show we'll uh we'll actually talk about the mechanics deeply when we get to the skill system which uh yeah, that's next week next week we'll talk about the skills right okay. uh rot points be, <laughs> no, this will be no ran top of experience points let's see which one fills up faster you hope it's not your rot points let's put it that way so anyhow, you'll need a character sheet notebook whatever that uh dives into the character and I won't, I'm not going to read off any more of what uh, what these are, because we'll end up talking about it more as we uh, get characters. So you'll need dice. Now, I'm going to show this. You know, I probably should have done this a different way. So let me first stop sharing for just a second, because I want to do this, leven you,
1: and present this again so munier zero
0: you sort of use a specialty dice okay and we're going to talk way more about this when we get into skills and i'm going to keep this die roller up but i do have the dice for the game but all you need are d6s of three different colors that's really all you need are d6s of three different colors what makes the specialty dice easier hey perfect are these symbols anybody like well okay this is a one and that's a six how is that hard well the ones and sixes only matter at certain times and like the green dice here the ones never matter i mean it's just so it doesn't matter what you're doing ones never matter and on the yellow and black the ones only matter when you're pushing the roll so the specialty dice do make it easier but in no way shape or form are they necessary as long as you know the rules of the game and you you know which dice you're rolling are the are the skill dice that's it but the yellow would be your attributes so which we're, we're talking about attributes your strength your agility your wits and your empathy right the green are your skill dice and the five is your gear die or gear dice i think you can have up to three so and you roll those dice and every six which is this symbol right here the those the the radiation hazard symbol that is that's a six that's a success. This person has succeeded at the task. What about the one? Again, we're going to get in that later when we talk about skills. At this point, don't worry about that. But right now, this person with all those dice, now one success has succeeded at the task. There you go. Use D6s or use the specialty dice. Back to here. By the way, the reason I don't do it where I can show all the different screens and tabs is uh I can make it just a touch bigger this way then. And I don't accidentally show you porn or something, I don't know so d6 and d66 d66 is like rolling percentile dice again if you're new to the role-playing games d66 is you take two d6s roll them together one acts as the tens one acts as the ones and you get a number between uh was 11 11 i think yeah because you can't roll lower than one so uh a one and a one is 11 a six and a six is 66 a one and a five is a 15 a five and a one is a 51 there you go and it tells here what the symbols mean this symbol right here let me zoom in on it which i already showed on the die roller but let's uh is very similar to the modifia stuff if you remember the uh, dark symmetry dice uh where it used a symbol instead of saying hey a success i wish it would say success and not the symbol but that's fine you know it is what it is uh that is a success right there this well could be a can be a problem i don't want to say is can be a problem same with this one this is what it looks like on your gear die i can't get it to okay this exploding one that's what it looks like on the gear die this is what it looks like on your base die there isn't one for the skill die as we talked about before and if that sounds confusing trust me when we get to skills you'll be good so sometimes i can visualize it in my head but i explain it and make it clear as mud <laughs> so um so there is a card deck which i do have you do not need it but if you care there are threats what are our threats those are just adventure ideas let's just pick one right here the killing machine what does this say uh, a small zone expedition returns bloody and exhausted several members of the group have been killed and the survivors are delirious they claim to have been attacked by a walking machine has the rot driven them all insane so you can take that as as a hook for an adventure there are mutations now these are just the mutations in the game so and you can roll in the book or you can shuffle the cards and you can pull it out and say okay let's uh let's just shuffle and i'm pulling out this one my mutation is frog legs that's right (laughs) i got frog legs wonderful Uh, With your powerful frog leg muscles, you can perform superhuman leaps. You can jump about 30 feet horizontally and 15 feet vertically. It costs one mutation point, which we'll get into when we talk about mutations in a couple weeks. You can leap on an enemy up to short range and immediately fight the person in the same turn. It will cost you one mutation point. And you can jump out of a dangerous situation, spend one mutation point instead of rolling to move when you want to escape from a conflict. So there we go, and then finally there are artifact cards. Artifact cards. Think of these as, well, items. I, I I don't want to put them call them artifacts like you're thinking magical items. No, but maybe to these folks they are. They're items from the old world. Uh, what is this one right here? A hockey helmet. You can go out. You think I'm joking? You can go out all Jason Voorhees and uh, you can wear a hockey helmet. What does it do for you though? protection rating three against damage so
1: there you go you don't need the cards everything from the cards is in the book all right so yeah where do you buy mechatron (sighs) drive-thru rpg
0: i hate the fact that mechatron is hard to find that's my favorite one most people are gonna be like what it's not gen lab alpha i thought you loved anthropomorphic animals i know i really like i like mechatron better they're both great don't get me actually all four of them are great don't get me wrong but uh man mechatron is a pain in the butt to find uh so yeah keep bugging and this is why i hope by covering this game that freely that draws interest and freely does want to do another print run uh charlotte williams says does the game have stronghold rules like forbidden lands different but similar if you like that if you like what forbidden lands did uh you'll like this i would say this is kind of the proto version of forbidden lands okay um yeah oh watches the free league videos i I don't so much but uh free league has been non-committal about reprinting mechatron gotta get people to really want it and that's honestly it's about sales right they're a company they want to make money i mean doing a print run of a thousand books only to sell 15 isn't mm, but if you know when we get to mechatron i hope to sell you on that one i love mechatron i really do really do so uh anything else i missed so, uh, crafty referred you oh that's cool good, good, good there's no crafty today he's not tithing oh no it's because heathen dog's not here See, you know, when Crafty ties, all his money goes to Heathen Dog. Well, Heathen Dog's not here, so Crafty bailed. He's like, I'm out! (laughs) Uh, All right. Artifact cards, mutation cards. Uh, Map of the zone. Uh, I only have this map. I actually have to get a map of the zone. At least I didn't have one in my folder here. I mean, I have this folder that I hear. You know, discerning eyes can say, oh, that's the Elysium map. It is. I have two Mechatron maps for some reason i'm not sure why i have two mechatron maps i have the elysium map i do not have paradise valley i'm not even sure if there is a map for that one there probably is which is gen lab alpha and i don't have a map for the zone it's, it's weird to me but uh, yeah so all right moving on fast forwarding during the game you say your character does you know what? I'm, I'm not going to teach people how to be game masters in this this is all normal play type stuff you play how you want all right, let's see what, what what this paragraph says versus what the original one says. One of the reasons why I really liked Free League when I first got into Free League is it didn't jump on the they and the singular nonsense. Again, you guys can legionofmyth.tv slash pronouns ends with an S, pronouns with an S, and you can read my entire write-up about that whole nonsense that's going on. So it's thinking that you're gonna educate me uh here but i loved it because the game master was her or she and players were he and that man that's that's great that's that's an awesome way to do it because things that are game master centric you instantly see it when she does this bam things that are player centric uh when the player wants to this he gets this bam you just know it's player centric on it Unfortunately, Free League has gone down the dark side uh, of everybody doing they in the singular, which is absolute god awful nonsense. Again, slash pronouns And uh, uh, yeah, I, I find it much more difficult to read more modern books from Free League, and I wish Free League wouldn't do it. But then again, it's Sweden, as and as all the Danish people on my uh, Discord say, "Screw Sweden." No. <laughs> so, but uh, got a super chat here. Let me pop it up on the screen. Boom. Oh, thank you, Squirrel Hermit. Squirrel Hermit says, Then I shall tithe to ye, sir. That's right. I said ye. Where's yield old geek? Not the old geek. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Squirrel Hermit. I do appreciate that. Uh, but it just, it makes it, uh, it really does make it an easy read when when uh, when it's done this way. So it uh, talks about what role-playing is and then how you get started. By the way, these little sections here in the Mutineer Zero books are amazing. Uh, it is absolutely me. Yeah, it's common in Europe, but here, here's my here's my argument against that's common in Europe. If this book had use in it for armor and color and changed s's or z's to s's for words like civilization, I would 100% give it a pass because you know it's using Brit style, but it's writing or, or Canadian style, but it's writing American style. And yeah, anyway. So, uh, but uh, Gen Lab Alpha, Mutant your last year didn't sell. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I we I really hope that they don't drop this game. Uh, yeah, Oxford English Dictionary is British, right? So, and again, read read the blog post, and I've got I've got answers to all of that. <laughs> uh, but going back in here, yeah, and MLA is activist style guide. I talk about that. <laughs> it is absolutely activist style guide if you're using the mla you've either been trained by an activist or you're an activist so and that's the unfortunate thing and but that's not for this segment that we can talk about in the friday chill stream read my blog post i got the answers to that uh so getting started Mutant user lets you get started quickly the gm should preferably read the entire book yeah you should there, there are some nuggets in this book um uh, you're right, Ominol. It's time to move on. I'm doing that. You know I get sucked on that rabbit hole, though. Um, it's often best to learn the system by actually playing the game. 100% true. 100% true. In fact, uh, I did a lot of playtesting internally with uh, with this to learn the system. System's simple, but there are some quirks to it. There are some nuggets in there that, oh, okay. Didn't foresee that. But it's, but it's quick. It's not like a crunchy game where you have to learn every single aspect of the rules. This is a... Uh, it just has a couple of quirks to it that you, you're going to want to uh, be prepared for. And we'll talk about that with the skills. So uh, No problem. <laughs> I'm easily derailed on that topic, so you're okay. You're okay. Uh, so first, create your player character. Grab a character sheet. Follow the instructions, Chapter 2. And we are going to go through that process. In fact, I have, a, I have a video on that, which we'll talk about in the next uh, segment i have an entire character creation video for mutant year zero and it's funny nobody's called me out on it but i have one for mutant year zero mutant gen lab alpha mutant mechatron and i have and i was creating a team from one of each of the settings and i never did the mutant elysium one and nobody's yelled at me about it <laughs> always be like, hey you're missing one yeah mutant elysium doesn't interest me as much as the others but i do need to do that someday uh choose your zone create your arc and that's something that you will do before the game starts and then you're ready to go, all right? Typical session. Now, this is something I disagree with. Freely gone. I should probably show you the abbreviations too. Player character experience points, game master, NPC dev, development level. That's for your arc. Um, I disagree with this order, and you'll see why here in a minute. Uh, unless it's removed from here, because I'm not seeing it now. But anyway, bring out your map of the zone, character sheets, and dice. You have them. Playing cards, mutation. So basically, set up a prayer. Add a number of new mutation points equal to the number of mutations you have. When you start the session, if you have two mutations, you start the game with two mutation points. How do you get more? Well, we'll talk about that when we get to mutations. Hold an assembly. This is the one. This is the one thing I disagree with. Now, hear me out.
1: I put this at the end. This is step
0: seven. Why? Because when you have the assembly and you decide what's going to happen, what projects are going to be taken. I can then prepare the next adventure better. Now it is a sandboxy game. You can still do what you want, and this really comes into play when we talk about Mutant Gen Lab Alpha. It's much more prevalent there than it is in the other three, but I like this because if I do this at the end, we've done the role-playing we've done the adventure now we're kind of doing the wrap-up we're doing the cleanup right and as long as they are back in the arc which in my experience they have been but i run longer sessions too right um that i can use this they can calm down they can talk about the adventure this is the out of character stuff so they get to act you know kind of be in character talk out of character and i help the arc and it helps me prepare for the next session your mileage may vary i'm not saying that this is wrong what i'm saying is that i i like doing this at the end okay because then let the gm introduce a new threat to the arc using threat cards or a roll uh or do your own thing there are modules out there they're called uh, zone compendiums they're really just modules okay um you can use those as well and they're fairly good and they're loosely organized and what i mean by that is they're not step by step but they are written to where you can run zones and the player have all the tools available to them to do what they need to do and you really can't go off the rails it's not it's not a railroad but it is a theme and i think the zone compendiums that i've read through are good i have not read through all of them uh, but uh, they are good and then there's one campaign setting called the gray death or something like that yeah which combines all of them into one campaign by all of them i mean Genlab alpha mechatron year zero and uh and elysium into one overarching story which i have not read through and i'm saving that for whenever i get a chance to run this game five is player characters Hicks is, six is hold a debriefing. Discuss the actions during the session should be rewarded with experience points. Again, I think that's at the end, but I mean, that is basically the end, right? And decide if you want to change relations with other PCs, this will come into, uh, when we talk about character creation a little bit more. If you go through my character creation video, which I'll talk about in the next segment, then you'll, you'll, you'll get this more. What, what, you know, why, what are those steps about? Okay, and there we go. This is going to be for the next next segment. So let me finish up reading chat here. Um, I can take this off the screen. And for the people who weren't happy about that, yeah, I got derailed. This isn't the Friday Chill stream. I shouldn't get derailed. That's my fault. But uh, that's the thing, though. Man, Free League. I love... I want to love Free League so much. Oh, it's just a couple little things. (laughs) So... um, Oh, okay. So it's uh, back on that. Yeah, crafty is um. Yeah, crafty's taking a little time away. <laughs> we put him in jail. No, we haven't. So uh, what if you guys have any questions, comments, concern? Oh, never mind. <laughs> it's like ah, I'm late. So hey, uh, just so you know, Squirrel Hermit tithe for you. And Heathen Dog's not here, so you know he doesn't deserve to get paid anyway, does he? <laughs> But somebody did shout you out, uh, uh, Crafty, saying that he's here because of you. So, oh yeah, it's this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anywho, that's the background. I know that was a little bit longer than what what the book said, but I, I, I want you to see my enthusiasm for this game. I really do. I am a fan because it offers so much in terms of using your imagination. Anybody who sits here and says, there isn't enough to the game. Oh my God. Use your noodle. Use it. There's so much available in this game, and it sets up the framework. No game, in my experience, and when I say no game, let me rephrase that. No company, no no style of game. It's the Year Zero Engine as a whole. Forbidden Lands also does it. Coriolis also does it. Alien also does it. No style of game sets you up with a framework like the free league user engine games do it gives you everything you need and a little bit more in order to get you started and then releases you and lets you do your thing and if that scares you well guess what there's products out there you can buy i have an introductory adventure i have an introductory adventure for well it's for it's written for forbidden lands i've used it for multiple games that it'd be great to run at a convention it's not gonna it's nothing deep it's nothing it's not a campaign setting but it's an introductory adventure hell Crafty's run it (laughs) he's it got resolved in a way i never even thought of which is what is awesome about that so just make your own adventures or go buy other people's adventures and uh and and you'll uh enjoy it but since there's nothing else directly on this i'm going to end this segment we're going to pop into the next one please like subscribe and share if you don't like what I said, uh, again, about uh, we'll just say the linguistic style, go look at that web page I met message. I'm not going to answer any comments about it on this video. I receive them all the time. I'm just going to point you towards that URL. Other than that, um, I, I hope, I really do, I sincerely hope that these videos kindle, rekindle, or or reach out and find... I was going to say Kindle or Rekindle love for, for the Year Zero engine and Mutant Year Zero. Or finds a new audience. Remember, I found out about this game by playing the computer game and saying, wow, that would make a great role-playing game. I looked it up and it was a role-playing game. And usually I get hurt when I do that. What I mean by that is I go, I find the game, and I'm like, oh, this game sucks. No. No, it was the opposite. Ended up... Free League became my joy. It's not to take away from any other game I have played, Earthdawn, Palladium, whatever, but this has this is my recent
1: joy. Yeah, uh, the computer game is Mutant Year Zero: Road
0: to Eden. It plays like uh, XCOM in that kind of style of game. So, uh, if you didn't see the beginning, here I'll I'll say I'll show this again uh slide that over there present and then we'll get into the second uh the next segment
1: so the duck and the pig on here are from the computer game you can't even play a duck i don't
0: even know if you can play a uh a a hog i don't know if you can uh, you you can't play a duck in mutant gen lab alpha
1: (laughs) Can you play?
0: I don't even think that you can play a boar. So neither of these you can play in Gen Lab Alpha. (laughs) So, but, uh, but it's, yeah, it's based on Mutant Year Zero.
1: Oops, got a F11U. And I'm definitely going to show that off. Hold on one second here. That there, all right. So, not playing
0: a duck hurts. You know, this whole duck thing is becoming funny because uh, you know. I, so the character I rolled up for the after the bomb character is a duck, right? Then I backed the free league game that five e slash uh, OSR type style game. I forget. Uh, I was a Dragonbane, <laughs> and it's got evil. Oh, it's got pissed off mallards in it. <laughs> And now, yeah, we're talking about this. More Ducks. I don't normally play Ducks. So. Uh, oh, that's how you got into Shadowrun? Cool. Yeah, I've, I played Shadowrun 1st and 2nd editions. Beginning, But uh, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that video, but I don't care. I stand up to my principles, or for my principles. Let's get... Um, that on there. Oh, did I forget to put up this thing? Oh, man. See that's what happens so I don't have
1: heathen dog here to keep me in line.
0: All right, whatever.
1: <laughs> Let's get this back over here. And uh, I don't think I need that anymore, but I'll keep that. Page twenty-one. Gotta remember that. Zoom out. Boop. Okay.
0: All right, for the second part of segment one, we're going to talk about the character roles. Think of them as like the character classes. If you played, uh, what was it, the Professions in Forbidden Lands. Uh, there are no kin in this game because everybody's a mutant human. But uh, yeah, it, you're, we're going to talk about the role you're going to play with your mutant and what that uh, means and what you get for being a certain role. Does it matter if you pick an individual role? Can't you just do whatever you want anyway? Well, kind of, but there there are themes and you probably want to play within that theme okay so we are going to talk about that before i get into that though i want to put that on the screen and of course uh i'm going to play the short version this time the core values of hashtag rpgate and any good tabletop group are escapism not representation entertainment over activism and natural organic inclusion not forced diversity Please follow that QR code or refer to the description below for the link to the charity we support, which is the Wounded Warrior Project. Thursdays and Saturdays, you can watch the dirty casuals on Twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Fridays and Sundays, you can watch the Friday Night Showstream Stream and RPG Digest on our YouTube and Rumble channels. Please leave us a comment with your thoughts and experiences, and if you like our gaming content, please be sure to subscribe to Legion of Myth. All right, here we go. I'm glad I don't have to say that. I got a long version and a short version, so. (laughs) Uh, Always got to promote, though. Always have to chat
1: up there. Present this over here. And you know what I'm going to do? Actually, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to do this so I don't have to go back to it. Oh, that's not the right one. I'm going to show this first. All right.
0: So, oh, wow. Somehow played so let's uh can i put there we go i have dang it hold on you're not gonna be able to hear it there we go all right so i have a video on a step-by-step character creation process for mutant year zero you can check that out i'm gonna hit the share button right now i'm gonna put it into chat i think i have it in the description already if not i'll do that later Where, where am i going here uh oh you guys are over here i'm gonna put that in the chat and you can uh Check that out. So if you want an actual step-by-step character creation
1: of Mutant Year Zero, I've got you covered already. So we will not be doing a step-by-step character creation here. so oh. All right. So let me get that back off the screen. And let's go back to here. Share,
0: share. Or rulebook, boom. There we go, and we are once again talking about mutant Your Zero. We're going to go into those roles, and I think it was page 21. If that will find Yep, 21 your mute. And there are some things to consider when you play these roles. First thing you're going to want to consider is your role, and we're going to look over what those are in a moment. But this is all part of the character creation process. Uh, the year zero engine games are very similar to when we covered hyperborea where from beginning to end just walks you through the character creation process you don't even necessarily realize it you do this you do that all of a sudden boop! you got a character done like whoa there's no specific chapter on just creating a character it's all it all flows and that's another well-designed concept about these books and when i say these books i'm saying it that way because it's true for forbidden lands it's true for vason it's true for coriolis coriolis is a little more Convoluted, but there's also a lot more to it. You got bionics and magic and you know, other things to worry about. But it's the same basic setup. And these books, if you know any of these books, you know all the books. They're all set up generally the same in terms of chapter one is the background, chapter two is the character classes, chapter three is skills, chapter four is talents. You see where I'm going with that. So uh yeah, you can follow any of these books. So we got the role. Next we've got age. When were you born? Nobody knows. People Don't have kids anymore. Uh oh. Uh, that means population's going down. So does age matter? I don't remember age mattering. Mattering? Did I just say that? Um, I I don't. Yeah, age doesn't matter in this one like it does in say uh, Forbidden Lands. In Forbidden Lands, you get extra. You get is it higher attributes, lower skills for being younger, and you get lower attributes, higher skills for being older. So. You want to have a name. Your attributes. Now we're going to, we're actually going to dive into these attributes a little bit. Strength is raw physical power and endurance. I've had people complain that, you know, strength probably isn't the best term for that. Something else could have been done. But again, don't get hung up on the word that's used. You know that this is now the game mechanic word going forward. It's strength, and it represents your raw physical power and endurance. Strength is decreased by damage. Now these terms matter because all of your attributes can be injured all of them somebody could attack your wits somebody can attack your agility somebody can attack your empathy now if you're smacked in the face with a mace or shot with a gun it's going to come off your strength but there are ways of attacking your other attributes as well and so knowing what type of damage you took or sorry took a type of injury you took in this case damage means you take it off strength fatigue means you take it off agility confusion means you take it off wits and empathy well doubt reduces empathy and this is actually a big one in the game or i should say in the free league games i don't know specifically this one if it is but doubt is something that gets attacked a lot outside of damage but they all can be so if you take two points of doubt that means your empathy's down well guess what your die pool is associated with your attribute. So, if you've got three base dice and you take one point of damage, three base dice for your strength, let's say you're doing a melee combat, you're going to swing down on somebody, bam! And with your three dice plus whatever your skill is in your gear, and you take a point of damage before that, you're now rolling, wow, two dice, not three dice. Three dice is what you used to roll. Now you took damage, you're rolling two dice. Okay, so there is a sort of death spiral to the game. Are there ways out of that death spiral? Yes, it's called team. Play. I've said this a lot on other streams. I'll say it here. Now this is actually a Forbidden Lands anecdote, but it's the same thing. I had a player when I did a test run of Forbidden Lands who basically threw a temper tantrum because the creature was rolling fourteen dice and he was rolling six, seven, eight dice. He ran in there and he got clobbered. It's lucky he didn't die.
1: Okay, and he's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Blah, blah, blah.
0: Be smart. Play tactically. That's how you do it. And yes, when you get punched in the face, you're going to lose strength. You're going to have to learn how to play with lower die rolls. On the flip side, game masters, and I can tell you this as experience, as somebody who's run Forbidden Lands, who's run, well, it's really the only one I've run run. Play tested uh, the Mutant Zero and the User Engine quite a bit. Don't... Make the combat, how do I say this? Overpowered in terms of, well, the characters are all rolling eight dice. Yeah, to start, they're probably rolling eight dice. You beat them down a little bit. Now they're only rolling five dice. If you plan on them only as how they start the combat, and even then, you don't always start the combat fully healed. But if you only plan on them starting the combat fully healed, um, you're going to wipe out that party pretty quickly. The death spiral is real, and both game masters need to understand that and players need to understand that. But it's also meaningful. It's not such a death spiral that's like, well, I took damage, I quit, I'm out, I can't play anymore. No, 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 (laughs) no. Don't be that guy. Play as a team. Okay? Once you play as a team, you'll find out and figure out your abilities, understand the rules of the game as we get into things like uh, sneak attacks, uh, how to get more dice how to use your gear dice you'll come to find out that oh this game actually is more in depth than i thought it was going to be it's not just oh look i have 12 skills and you know, this dice pool that whatever no you're going to find out there's a lot more to it you don't have to think about every single plus one and minus one like it's a pathfinder game okay but you also don't want to just kick back and be like yeah, i'm just rolling my dice i'm doing my things because that will get you killed you want to be involved with your character and think through how your team handles. Oh. Uh, Alright, let's see what chat's saying here. Uh, Alternate a uh, web duck. <laughs> no. Uh, like Dark Duck. Let's, uh, let's get danger. Captain Gamer. Team play is the way. Absolutely. Yes, team play is the way. Is that like a sanity mechanic? Mm, you could Heathen Dog would probably say no, but I think there's aspects of that where you could look at and, and think it definitely has elements of it. So we'll unfortunately I'm not gonna talk about it today. I'm gonna talk when we talk about combat and trauma, which is like three, four weeks from now. But we'll definitely get into that because it is an important aspect of play. With confusion, you're just like you can't think straight. Think of it almost like a shell shock okay with empathy it's a combination it depends on how that you're either like all so angry that you're kicking and screaming and punching things and breaking stuff or you're sitting in the fetal position go i can't do it man i can't do it everybody hates me um you know so and how you want to play your characters how you want to play your character but it, but it's yeah it's more it's more along the lines this is more emotional empathy is more emotional which is cognitive Agility just means, man, you are so tired. You just need to sit down. You need a break. And strength, of course, that's, you know, damage. You know, you're bleeding on things. So um, I can't remember what wits does, but strength and empathy have critical injuries associated with them. Strength is probably easy to figure out broken bones, right? Empathy is, no, this is where that sanity check kind of comes in. Think of it as like in palladium terms uh, you just picked up an insanity. So. Now character creation again, I'm not going to go into this. I sent. I put a link to the character creation video It should be in the description below. If not, I will somebody make a comment saying, hey, you didn't put it in the description below and I will get it there. Uh, choose your role, choose your name, define your appearance. Now this is just however you want it to be. Distribute 14 points across the four attribute scores. Now there are rules to that and we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry, they're going to have to do it now because here they are. Each attribute must have a starting value of two to four. So of those 14 points, you have four attributes, right? Must be between two and four, with the exception of your key attribute. And that will be defined by your role. An enforcer's key attribute is strength, because an enforcer wants to, well, enforce. And how do you enforce things? Obviously through strength, because might makes right. (laughs) So the enforcer can have a starting attribute of five now i stress the word starting max attribute is five no matter what but even if you start with a two you can raise it to a five and this is the other side of the game that i've heard people complain about on one side there's the death spiral which i again i don't think that's a problem on the other side characters can over time become quite powerful as they get more mutations more talents. And we'll talk about talents in a couple weeks. More, uh, and they spend the points to get all of their attributes to five. Yeah, that just make combat just make the, the the combats more challenging. That's all you have to do. <laughs> throw more at them, and you don't have to throw bigger things at them. Just throw more littler things at them if you want. All right. Um, so you choose a talent. Oh, sorry, ten points across your skill levels. Now you saw that there are twelve skills. If not, well, well, we'll get to that. You only get 10 points. That means you're not going to have a point in every single skill. That's okay. You can still roll for those skills. Remember, those skills are very generic. You can still roll for them. You're just going to roll no skill dice. It's going to be based directly on your attribute. Remember that there are three types of dice. Base dice for your attributes, skill dice for your skills, and gear dice for you're using gear to help the situation. You just won't roll those skill dice. You'll
1: roll your attribute and gear dice. all right
0: extra mutation if you choose to start the game with an extra mutation one of your attribute scores must be decreased by one step i've never done this okay i just i've never done it skills skills are measured from zero to five your attributes are from two to four well two to five but skills are zero to five as excuse me as with the attributes these are the number of dice that you roll so if you have a three you roll three skill dice three of the green dice To use a specialist skill, you need at least one or skill level of one. Uh, I thought it used to say that you had to have a minimum of one. I might be wrong about that, but I thought it used to say you have to have a minimum of one in a specialist skill. I think you're dumb if you don't do that, so I would probably require that as a game master, but I don't want to say what the book is not saying here. Starting levels, when creating your character, you get to distribute 10 points across your skills. The maximum starting level for any skill is three, and you must have at least... Oh, yeah, okay, it is right here. And you must have at least one in your specialist skill. And we'll look at what specialist skills are in a bit. For those of you who have played Forbidden Lands, you're like, wow, you can do anything at a three in this game? Yes. Because Forbidden Lands, you might know that you can only have your key skills start with a three, everything else can only start with a one. But uh, we'll get to that later when we talk about Forbidden Lands in a few months. Talents talents are tricks moves and minor abilities that give you a small edge we're definitely going to talk more about talents well we're going to have an entire segment on in a couple weeks but we'll talk more about that in a little bit you need to figure out what your what talents you want you get an option of three and you get to pick one now after the game starts your options increase i don't know how either what 30 options but to start you get one of three so if you don't get the talent you want, or like you really wish you could have another one, maybe you can beg, borrow, and steal from your game master. But other than that, just know once you start, you can spend the points to get the other general talents. Mutations. Now, this is where things... This is why it's a mutant year zero and not human year zero, right? Your mutations are superhuman abilities, where the mutations come from no one among the people knows. Probably the Rot. <laughs> the problem is that they are both unpredictable and dangerous, even to yourself. And man, I cannot wait till we talk about mutations to find out about that. You're like, wait, 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 wait. what the da- to use a mutation. That's dangerous to me as well. Yes, they are. Especially when you look at the power of them. You're like, that's really not that all that strong. It's not like it's game changing. What's going on here because it's another risk reward concept. Is it worth using it now? It's certainly going to help us but and a lot of this game is built around the risk-reward concept again i like it so uh, normally you get one mutation from the start you don't get to choose your mutation in fact i think it says in the game master section of the book game masters don't let the characters choose i know a bunch of people just threw their arms from the other look this is a post-apocalyptic world where you got crazy, rotten radiation, all nonsense going on. No, you don't get to pick. Okay, this is like being just go Watch Futurama. Not all of them got to pick what their mutations were. <laughs> Instead, you draw a random card or roll on the chart, which we'll show later on. So I already, I already sh- uh, showed the cards in the last segment.
1: Get that. So. Two
0: mutations, we kind of already talked about that if you want to start using cards. Mutation points. How the individual mutations works is set out on the mutation cards and in Chapter 5. Again, we'll cover that in a few weeks. To activate a mutation, you must spend at least one mutation point. Max, how do we get mutation points? We'll cover that later on. Without mutations, you cannot use any mutation. Without mutation points, sorry. You cannot use any mutations. You can never fail when activating A mutation i want you i want to say this again because you're gonna you're gonna argue with me later you cannot
1: fail using a mutation all right
0: oh you can have side effects (laughs) things can happen oh yeah your mutation worked but (laughs) you know again i make it sound like that happens all the time it doesn't but uh just so you know you no matter what happens Let's just say somehow, I don't even think this is possible. Let's just say somehow it is. You suicide yourself using the mutation. Your mutation will still work. There's no roll, it works. What you roll for are if there are any complications, side effects. Maybe it didn't use a mutation point. Maybe you get extra dice to your roll. Maybe you just spit acid on yourself and you're dissolving. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do the mutation cards work in, like combat cards? No. And I'm going to say this up front now to get people steeled for this when we go through Forbidden Lands. I don't use the, com- uh, the combat cards. I do not like them. I, I know somebody's going to say, what? That's horrible. You're screwing the fighter over because that's one of the talents that you can get at the beginning of the game. I know. And I don't care. I'm not against anybody who does use them. I don't like them in my game. I like what he what call basic combat without the cards, the combat that you'll find here in this game. So, uh, so I don't even use those here. but no, these, uh, the, the, uh, the mutation cards here are, uh, they just tell what the mutations are. That's it. It's whatever you read in the book as to what the mutation can do. That's what's on the card. And what the, what's cool about that is you can have the card in front of you then and not have the book be like, Oh, I can do oh, there's acid spit. That's the first one. Um, oh, I can spit acid on a target up
1: to near range. Okay.
0: You know uh da, 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 da. all you need to do is expend the, the mutant uh mutation points but the power of the mutation can have unpredictable effects and we will get to that when we talk about that chapter again that will be in a couple weeks at the beginning of every game session you get a number of mutation points equal to the number of mutations you have now if you have yeah if you have one mutation you get one point if you have five mutations you get five points at the start of the session game masters as somebody who likes to have have currencies in the game and i like to well as they like to screw players over with those currencies my my most famous example is earth dawn drink where uh, i would not give them if they traveled 10 days i would not give them 10 days worth of karma rituals I only gave karma rituals based on the days of adventuring in character. So what I'd do in that case, I'd roll a D10. And if it came up a four, you got four days worth of karma rituals. So my point in saying that. At the start of the session, just let them have. If you you finished last week or yesterday or however often you play. Give them the mutation point. It's okay; They're not going to unbalance the game. And if it is going to, maybe, uh, maybe you did something wrong there. Give them the mutation and then smile because the more they use them, the more they have a chance of weird stuff happening. But you can never have more than 10 mutation. If you like it to slow down your game and, and confuse new players, that's fine. I, I don't like the combat cards. I also don't like cards in any game, so I don't like initiative cards either. So I roll dice. I roll dice for initiative, even in my Forbidden Lands games. Not when when I talk about it here, but uh, you, yeah, I roll dice because cards and tabletop role playing games are dumb, even in Deadlands. Yeah, I said it. So uh, <laughs> attributes. So you can see uh, it filled out here: strength, agility, wits, empathy. One of the things I do is on the uh, character sheet that. Uh, that you can get from Free League that's form fillable, you'll get dots in here, okay? Obviously, it's not going to happen here, but you can get dots in here. I So this three, I would leave three white, and then I would have dots in these two. For the five, there'd be no dots. For the wits, there'd be one dot here. And then I just fill these in as I take damage. And when I'm full, I'll be broken. And we'll talk what broken means when we get to the combat chapter. So, uh... But, uh... Now, 10 points to spend on skills, right? Well, this person has none in Endure and none in Force. Well, how are you going to move anything? Well, you'll move things with your strength. How are you going to punch somebody? Your fight is zero. Again, you're just going to use strength. You'll get three dice to roll and hopefully get a six. It's that simple. Sneak. Oh, now we go. There we go. Well, let's see. Five agility and two in sneak. You're rolling seven dice. Shoot. Again, Agility. Five agility dice. Three shooty shoot dice. That's eight dice. And you might even have gear bonus because of your gun.
1: Okay. So, find the path. We'll talk about that in a moment.
0: Rot points will come later. Experience points will come later. Appearance, you can do what you want. Talent scavenger, we'll talk about those in a little bit, what that actually means. Gear, we'll talk about what type of gear you get. Um... Let me think for a second. I don't think there's a moment in the game where we're going to talk about encumbrance, so let me talk about encumbrance now. I am going to word this a little differently than what the book does. It's still the same thing. I'm wording it the way I say it to myself so that I can get through it quicker. All right? Small items take up half a line.
1: So what does that mean? Tiny
0: items we're not even going to talk about. Small items take up half a line. That means you can have well grub four rations well that's that's a full line right there uh water two rations that's that's a half a line if i remember correctly so if he had grub two rations also those two could be on the same line scrap rifle i think is a normal size item so it takes up one line so you have small items which take up a half a line you have normal items which take up one line and then you have heavy items i kind of like to think of as more as uh cumbersome items because they don't necessarily just have to be heavy, but bulky, cumbersome items take up two lines. Now you're like, oh cool, I got 10 lines. No, you only have 10 lines if you have a strength of five. This character with a strength of three has six lines worth of items before the character is encumbered. It's whatever your strength is times two. So once you get to the six, after that, you're encumbered. And I'm not going to lie, I don't remember the encumbrance rules off the top of my head. I think it's minus two to action, but I, I, I don't even want to go there because I might be wrong. I don't remember the encumbrance rules off the top of my head. Maybe we'll see them here. But that's how now and now things like bags. Well, What if you have a backpack? Well, the backpack is nothing. OK, the backpack bags themselves do not take up an item slot help you with carrying items though so Uh, one mutation point here's the scrap rifle so it's got a gear bonus of plus one weapons in this game all have gear bonuses so let's just say this person well let's just say he's using this gun gear bonus of plus one shoot of three and an agility of nine up to nine wow five i did all the math already five you'll be rolling five base dice
1: three skill dice one gear die
0: that's it nine dice and those three separate things matter based on how you roll and when we talk about skills next week when we talk about pushing the roll, you'll understand why those ones and sixes are important and why skills don't have ones okay and then we have relationships down here and each character in the game one thing another thing i love about the freely games every character in the game has a relation or every player character has a relationship with the other player character it could be as simple as well you're brand new to the game we don't know you my character doesn't know you from adam well that's my relationship with you i don't know who this twerp is i need to find out there you go you now have a relationship with that character and as soon as you know who that character is or you understand the character is the relationship changes that's why it said in step six or seven that you'll change the relationship at the end of the session or you can if it's meaningful if if it's appropriate change okay relationships here uh naphtas walk the zone with me i don't know if i like that one that seems a little bit more vague than i prefer but uh you know it is here we go denrick is a pompous idiot now, when you come to find out that Denric isn't a pompous idiot or something goes even more south, like not only a pompous idiot, but I hate this guy. I'm taking him out. That's a change to the relationship. And you can change at the end of the session. Uh, is who Huguit? Is that or who what is that uh, might actually understand me again? That can change. As as the game changes. As your relationships with the other players change. So why does it, what does it matter? If they're going to change anyway, what does it matter? Because you get experience points based on role-playing and hand, and how you handle the relationships, okay? That's why. All right, NNGM, have a good one. Uh, you can go ahead and watch the rest of this later. If you want, when it comes out uh, in the week in its actual two different segments. But I hope you enjoyed this, and it's good to see you here.
1: I hate. Now, there's
0: always somebody you hate. Why? Because this gives the game master a hook to use against I mean, to have add more story to your character. This Dr. Yesen, who's gone deeper into the zone. You hate him because he's gone deeper than you. And that makes sense because this looks like a a stalker. Yep. Man, he's gone deeper. He gets all the glory because he's gone deeper and everybody's like, oh, all the girls are looking at him like, oh, look what he's done. What have you done? Nothing. (laughs) You need to protect Protect the grunt, which used to be slave. Oh, okay. Now I have to look it up. See, see, what page
1: is that? Twenty. Yep, it says the slave Ariel.
0: Come on, free league. Didn't need to do that. The slave Ariel. She doesn't deserve a life of toil. And that's that's actually a good i like that and uh, to me that even makes more sense saying slave i want to get you out of that i want to uplift you grunt sounds like eh. yeah you know i was in the military eh, grunt <laughs> you know? what's your big dream to go deep in the zone and find eden that's probably the most common one others might be just get rich you know whatever live a good life whatever but uh, you know the whole find the eden Uh, big dream that's probably the most common one but
1: with good reason so
0: uh, oh that's a good mutation by the way rot eater why i don't know we'll talk about in a few weeks people i've met you've met these two people obviously if you need to protect one and hate the other you've met them your den this is like your home you can't carry everything with you all the time but you're probably going to have a stash right the wreck of a van at the edge of the ark oh okay oh okay so that's that's the description your den can be in the ark You could technically have it outside the ark but that's dangerous but this is the wreck of a van at the edge of the ark so you're in the ark but you're at the edge of it and there you go so anytime you go home because your den is your home you're living in a wreck wreck van you you got yourself one of those either a 1960s uh hippie wagon or you got a 1970s pedophile wagon it's up to you i don't care (laughs)
1: demonetized i don't care relationships and dreams kind of talked
0: about those are anyway your gear But well, i want to get to the roles because this segment's going kind of long so encumbrance i've kind of talked about that already <laughs> free candy <laughs> heavy and light items again if you need more explanation of that buy the book enjoy the game grub water and booze oh yeah yeah i forgot about booze ah right, we got to talk about this four rations of grub or water count as one regular item so one regular item is one line that's again i say it differently and if that's confusing i apologize but uh one regular uh, i'm sorry one right re- yeah one regular item is a line a small item is half a line a heavy item are two uh, is two lines All right so up to four
1: you can have on one line
0: Or it says row here. Two rations plus a light item. So two rations is a light item. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, it is light. Yeah, I thought it was small, but it's light. My bad. Booze is normally kept in a bottle that counts as one regular item. One such bottle contains 10 doses of the strong stuff. What? I mean, doses? Oh, yeah. Booze Booze can help you. And we'll talk about that later when we're in combat and trauma so you might want to keep a little bit of the old spirits on you a little bit of the alcohols, holes because it might save your life uh tiny items you can get into that later oh yeah okay so strength so you can temper uh where is it um yeah strength times two items i already said that drawbacks have to make a roll uh oh you have to make an endure roll that's what it is if you want to walk for a significant distance all right and if you fail your endure roll you sit down like oh man i'm too tired to go on i gotta stop this man so that's what it was for some reason i thought it was like a minus two to other stuff it's not so and your den we kind of talked about that your mutations you can come up with more mutations if you want work it out with your dungeon mat sorry your game master and you can also pick up more mutations through experience points uh the ones out of the book i've actually seen a list of a lot more mutations than what's given in this book I don't use them myself, but then again, I've also never fully run this game you know, full on for a party, so maybe I would. I don't know. But you can spend XP to raise a skill, get a talent.
1: Uh, here's how you gain experience. Did you participate in the session? You get one just for being there. Nope. I'm just gonna be up front with you. That doesn't that doesn't fly at my table. Uh,
0: you know, if he doesn't make the chat available on the... I do. I, I do. I make the chat available. <laughs> I always click that button, except for when I forget. But uh, yeah, uh, did you participate in the session? Now, now, here's my thing: Did you participate in the session and you weren't disruptive? Did you participate in the session and you actually participate? You don't have to be a thespian. You don't have to be all alpha, you know, alpha male or type A personality, or whatever. But are you there? And did you do anything meaningful? Even if you're quiet, that's totally fine. Just don't be disruptive and actually be a participant at the table. uh, Did you perform a day's work for a project in the arc? Well, that pretty much comes from, you know, yes, you should have done that. That's part of the process. Now, you might not, you might be stuck out in the zone. The session ended, you're stuck out in the zone. Well, then, yeah, you're not going to get that one. Did you explore at least one new sector of a zone? There you go. There's another experience point. See, these two can both overlap or you might get one or the other. Did you sacrifice or risk something for your PC buddy? We didn't talk about buddies when I talked about relationships, so let me show it up here. Oh, where is it? If you notice, um, Naptha is a buddy. That means you have a little bit closer relationship with that person. Doesn't mean you have any sort of weird stuff going on, though you probably could. It just means you're closer to this person. This person is your friend. And if you have some sort of self-sacrifice for the person, where is it. there we go, did you risk, if you risk something for your buddy? You're going to get an experience points. What's the point of this? Well, there are no alignments in the game. And it's a way of encouraging the players. I said the players. That's right. To help each other. You'll get an experience point if you do something for someone else. Did you sacrifice or risk something for the NPC you want to keep safe? Now, that's kind of up to the game master also. Did the game master give you the opportunity to do it? i'm a little flexible on this one where i would actually allow it to go for the party as well as long as it's truly sacrifice and true or truly risk okay did you sacrifice or risk something to mess with the npc you hate okay okay <laughs> i yeah i can't see myself giving a lot of opportunity for that but yeah who knows did you sacrifice or risk something to reach your big dream? That's not going to happen every session. But I saw something and I saw somebody write this up. I think it might've been on Reddit. This is a couple years ago. So I'm probably not saying it exactly correct, but somebody was working towards his big dream. But when you saw it session by session, it didn't, wasn't really noticeable. But boom, when it came out, it was like, oh my god, the character actually got the uh, the big dream. And it was a legit big dream. It wasn't something you could accomplish in just you know two sessions. And the game master asked, what do I do? And most people said, you give them XP for all those sessions that build up to it. I agree with that. Again, I'm not afraid of characters becoming extra powerful in this game. Because all that means is I get to
1: add more fun stuff. So.
0: Just skill. Uh, developed develop the art. All right, let's look at this at the roles. And when we're done with the roles, we are done with this segment. And we're not going to dive into all of them. We're going to look at a couple of them and deeply. The rest, it's the same format. All right. So we're going to start with the enforcer. Every day is a fight for survival. No one knows that better than you. As long as you can remember, you have been fighting for grub, for bullets, for respect. Your knuckles and your soul are hardened. Crushing a jaw no longer hurts. You've learned the fighter's secret. It's not about who's the strongest. It's about who will never quit. I like that last line there. Or last two. Because it goes into the strength attribute. It's not just strength. Strength isn't just strength. Strength is also your endurance.
1: Typical names. I ignore that stuff. Take whatever name you want key
0: attribute strength what does that mean all remember we talked about this all of your attributes can be two to four except for your key attribute which can be five so you can make your strength a five if you want to of course you still have a maximum of 14 points to spread around but you can make your strength five specialist skill intimidate what's important to note about the specialist skill unless i'm not thinking clearly about something here at least in my own noodle here every specialist skill is actually based on a normal skill in this case manipulation if i remember correctly well we'll look at it in a moment but it adds a bonus when doing something particular with that skill skills are broad well why would i make an enforcer to do x y and z when i can do that with any Role. What does it matter? Well, because the the enforcer's specialist skill leads toward that, allows you to use the generic skill in a way that only the enforcer can do it.
1: Some of the talents are very similar to that as well. Hey, CBK plot.
0: Uh, appearance, you can do it how you want. These are, uh, again, always choose for yourself. I love the fact, like when I set up here, like I don't use this, whatever, I wasn't complaining about the names. I'm glad that they're there get some brain juices flowing but i'm more about letting the the player decide what uh, the player wants to name the character same here whatever you want okay no you are not going to be mortimer snurd the, ni- the original 90 pound uh, weakling i think that's a heavy gear thing <laughs> um and call yourself an enforcer with a with a where is it yeah with a strength endurance uh, with a strength of five No, you have to fit the role other than that you make your character how you want now talents we'll talk about the talents in chapter four not going to look at it now if you want to see more about how the talents work in character creation go watch that character creation video that i hopefully have in the description you can pick one of these three barge through mean streak sucker punch barge through allows you to make a move roll using your strength instead of your agility normally you make a move roll with your agility but this one military people get this one make a hole (laughs) and you just start barging through mean streak i forget off the top of my head i think it adds to your intimidation but don't quote me on that one i think it gives you a bonus to intimidation but uh, I, i don't remember and sucker punch allows you to do more damage when you're using unarmed combat So, uh, Relationship to Other PCs, once again, great. I, I want you to come up with your own personally, but it's great that it gives options here. Yes, the names are suggestions, exactly. Relationships to NPCs, again, choose for yourself, but if you can't think of one, here are some great ideas.
1: Your Big Dream. I'm repeating myself, but that's
0: what it is. Gear. You start the game with a D6 bullet. So it's basically a D6, a D6 dollars or things to you know harm an enemy with. What's kind of cool about this is you can go D6 bullets. What I need to shoot people for, I punch them. Right? So that's effectively free money. Or, maybe you could surprise somebody with a gun. It's all in, how you put your, uh, you deal your skill points, right? Two D6 rations of grub. That's awesome.
1: Grub also heals strength damage we'll get into that later but uh just remember that
0: and a d6 rations of water water heals your fatigue so kind of makes sense that he has extra food not just for eating but for the sake of uh, healing as well and you choose one of these three one of these starting weapons a spike bat brass knuckles scrap axe and you can buy extra gear with your bullets and there is other gear in the old book. Okay, let's look at one more. We have got a gearhead here. I'll skip the gearhead. Uh, wits jury rig, which is pretty cool, allows you to build stuff or repair stuff better. Well, motorhead uh, allows you to drive. <laughs> you can be a uh, not a crash test dummy. You can be a stunt driver. Uh, the stalker. This is like a scout. Uh ups what's this an agility and find the path um this is pretty cool, especially if you don't like uh getting rot or you want to um if you want to make your zone travels easier, this is the class you want and I suggest you make your zone travels easier. This is a great role for
1: somebody to play group um you have the fixer bullets, grub water, artifacts a warm body next
0: years whatever people want you can get it that's right and uh, empathy why is empathy well empathy is your conniving manipulation (laughs) it's uh it's your social empathy is your social so i mean salesmen are taught to read people salesmen are taught to uh uh to uh has it ask questions to get to know people and so forth And there's a reason for that whether the person's truly empathic who knows You know, it really cares, who knows. But if you can play along, that's
1: empathy. The dog handler. This is your
0: pet class. And it's actually kind of cool. You can have your dog fight for you. You can have your dog help you through a tough situation.
1: Your dog can scout for you. So, and yes, your special skills are sick of dog. Or is, I guess. The Chronicler. Actually, this is the one I'm going to look at.
0: So, does Motorhead allow me to summon uh, the patent St. me. What? The patron St. me to aid me in comment? I don't know what that is.
1: So, maybe? I feel like I should know what that is, but I don't. All right. Chronicler. Everything must be recorded.
0: All the people, I'm sorry, all the people, all the people too must be taken note of. Nothing forgotten. Elder has been saying that as long as you can remember, the most gifted among you. I don't know why I can't read this one. The most gifted among you, he made chroniclers. Tasked with writing down the fate of the people in yellowed notebooks. You have filled many books by now. Elder will soon be gone, but you won't betray your pledge to him. names empathy again empathy shouldn't it be wits which is your intelligence stuff we'll get to it it's because the specialist skill is inspire what can you do with inspire well let's take a look Bonesaw. oh <laughs> i forgot that the chronicler chronicler gets bone saw well bone saw allows you to uh how do i say this you've got medical knowledge sort of it allows you to help with the healing of critical injuries. Not normal injuries, critical injuries. Okay. Agitator, you can inspire people to shoot better and fight better. And performer will help you get stuff you need. Kind okay, of your barred,
1: and people will pay you for it. Okay. So the boss. And you gotta have somebody who's in charge, right? This is your Negan. Enough said. <laughs> Wits command.
0: And uh, we're not going to look at them today. You know, know, it might not make sense, but we'll look at those special abilities when we cover. um, When we cover skills next week and the slave, that's right. I said it right. It's the slave. I don't know why the first three printings had it as slave, but this one, for whatever reason, decided It wanted to change it to grunt, which again I don't respect that change at all. In case you think I'm out of my mind, there it
1: is, right there. Slave. It should have stayed that. In my games, you'll still be a slave. So, but what's pretty cool
0: is you get abilities to resist and soak damage. Okay um rebel i don't remember rebel is that a new one they changed that too oh page is that i don't know dog handler chronicler maybe it is in here nope it is in here rebel I, I don't honestly don't remember rebel but uh you can push
1: through damage you can push through hardship that's what's cool about the slave So, if you want a character that truly endures, the slave is the way to go So, and that's
0: it. that's that's everything. Next week, the entire segment is just gonna be skills. And it's because i we're gonna dive into the role pl- uh, not the, the die rolling. We're gonna explain how it works. I'm gonna show some examples of it. Um, maybe we're doing this you know too in-depthly. I mean, we're at what uh, the stream starts at one, we're pushing three. Oh yeah, no, that's that's not too bad. Um here, you know, I don't want to go go down all the Like we'll show off some art. Remember, they're mutant humans. Uh, did I s- skip anything here that I wanted to talk uh, talk about? So none of the people are over the age of 30 years old. That was more of a segment one thing. Uh maybe one day you'll off uh, okay. I already talked about that. Uh there is a oh there's a free starter book if you don't want to buy the game it won't have all this information everything in it but there's a free starter book from the free league website you can download the generic play of the game right now you can get started to see if this is the type of game you want to play i don't know what's missing from it comparatively uh i've already mentioned that and I talked about specialty dice I talked about yeah, so I I've covered everything I mean I've got all the zone compendiums which are the modules behind me these all the all the official ones so i i hope you guys enjoyed this there's no segment 2 so we will jump into segment 3 in a little bit here but i hope you guys enjoyed that so let's see what we got here in chat i kind of was keeping up with chat there wasn't a lot going on uh yeah squirrel You know, again, it's it's culture war stuff, and you know some people don't want me to talk about it, but uh, and I try not to when it comes to RPG Digest, but it is a real thing, and I will spout out and stand up against nonsense, and I'm not going to let them win. So, now, is it a is it really big issue? No, because you know what what Free League does so well, whether it's this game, whether it's Forbidden Lands, whether it's Vase Room. Oh my God, Room which, no, I'm not covering, but uh, Free League knows how to, how to maintain for lack of a better term, bio, bio-essentialist tropes. Free League knows how to keep the traditions of the games alive. What I love about, whether it's Mutant Year Zero, Forbidden Lands, Vason, whatever, is you have, and again, people who know me have heard this a lot of times, but I'm going to say it here for the people who watch this video later. It has combat. It's always combat in games, right? Has great social rules, and we'll get to that. I, ooh, is that next week? I think that might be next week. There's a lot that's going to be covered next week. Has great social combat or social conflict. Okay, it has base building. You don't have to wait till level nine. This, isn't Dungeons and Dragons, this is Dungeons Dragons. It has base building it has um it has the zone travel or in forbidden lands the hex travel so it has exploration west march style my map is going to be different than your map i'm missing one because there's always supposed to be five and i forget what the fifth one is now but uh it has everything wrapped into one and that's what i love and freely gets it so yeah, my quibble with the, uh, you know, and me calling out a couple of things that I don't agree with, yeah, I'm going to do that. I, I'm, I'm, I have commentary and opinion, okay? But ultimately, as far as, I, and, and as we talked about at the beginning of the stream, or at the beginning of yesterday's, uh, yesterday's, well, the, the previous segment, the introduction to the game, Jenny from Free League has been freaking awesome. Every time I've worked with her, Omen I'll even said that in chat. Anytime you work with Free League, Free League I would go out to say, loves their customers. So, all told, I, my concerns with Free League is they keep going down the path, and I always find a, a new one, a new one, a new one, and I don't know when that straw is going to break the camel's back. Also, I don't, I really, really, really would like Free League to remember <laughs> where they came from. Don't forget about Mutant Year Zero. This other company's got to find. Don't forget about Coriolis. It's what your name of your company is based on. Don't forget about Coriolis, please. You know, obviously they're not forgetting about Forbidden Lands. They're not forgetting about uh, um, Alien. And I was like, well, why do we need two uh, space RPGs? Well, we'll see how this new Alien expansion thing comes out because it kind of cures the one thing that I thought was wrong with it. But uh, no. as of today this could change tomorrow or a year from now but as of today i've got a couple of finger wags at uh at free league but all told i like Free League, and you know at least i like what they've put out so far so i hope you guys do as well so that's uh i was waiting to see if some more comments would pop in didn't so we'll uh like subscribe and share
1: next week skills
0: Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that crafty because I think it's going to take away the one thing that I think is better uh, about Coriolis than Alien. We'll find out though. Also, it took away what I was trying to do. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> yeah, I was I was uh, I was trying to make the Space Opera version and all of a sudden it looks like the Alien's going to incorporate all that exploration and so forth. Like, dang it. <laughs> so, we'll see. I mean, I don't know exactly what it's going to entail, but it seems like they're adding that stuff. So
1: anywho, hopefully you guys like that. Uh, oh, I didn't put up. Oh, I want to copy this. Save this for later. And then we're going to get into some comments. And then we're gonna wrap up the show. Comments and Collins, you guys get to call in. There okay, it should have been
0: this way. shorter. OK, save that. That's just good. and now I want to go to my YouTube channel. We're going to look at uh, comments and we're going to get your call in. So let me do the invite. Copy. You guys should know the deal for segment three. Check your audience surroundings. One question or comment related to segment one or two. So basically, you you your 0 We'll respond, or I'll respond in this case. And one follow-up to your response. You'll get a follow-up. And then uh, we're going to hang you up. And we'll finish up. All right, Crafty, I'll, uh, I'll get you back uh, everything you need from that a little bit later.
1: And of course, watch the language. As always, like, subscribe, and share.
0: Segment three thing up. Okay, did I, did I already copy this? I did. So let me put this over on Rumble. If I'm doing Rumble first. That's right. They
1: get it first. And now I'll do it here.
0: And that's the link to join, if you want to. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to look at comments that have happened throughout the week about our last week's topic. And I'll save the ones for Heathen Dog that I need to save for him.
1: Present share screen. Okay, what do we have here?
0: Let's zoom in even more. There we go. Hopefully you can read that. Hey, hey, this system does not get enough love. I'm hoping for a monster beast area, even if the game is not combat focused. That's cool. Yeah, you know, um, there is definitely a mixed bag on this one. There are some people like, oh, man, I love the game. It seems awesome. Other people are, screw this game, I hate it. <laughs> like it really did make opinions and there was kind of a third segment of people who were like i would like this game if it wasn't done by the same people as Morkborg. okay i get it you know uh Morkborg is not a game we're going to cover here you know that's one of the places where free league went off the rail but the, it's also a place where i'd say free league is the publisher not the creator so uh combat, thank you for doing it was combat last week yeah, combat was the last one. So thank you for doing this. I've been waiting for someone to cover this so I can compare with my own understanding of the rules with regard to the, uh, the to hit matrix. As the DM, I just think of the target's AC and then add any conditional modifiers to that to keep the number in mind. Then I have the player roll. I the modifiers. Refer to the chart and tell me what AC was rolled. After the roll, of course, I inform the player ugh, if he hit or missed without revealing the actual AC. I'll inform him of the condition or allow him to remind me. The burden is shared, and it may take a few rounds for players to pinpoint the targets. AC, yeah, okay. I, I mean, remember, I, I was—that was when I was saying even earlier today. It was like sometimes we say things and it becomes clear as mud, right? No. Uh, yeah, stop. But uh, Free League does uh, publish. It's it, yeah, it might not be the developer, but it is the publisher. So, but I—but I get it, right? so yeah and so the way we described it last week or especially when i was going through it may not have been the most concise way ever uh because i'm visualizing things in my head as i'm reading it but uh yeah and also come on stop that we get into bad begin to bad habits as well right so i have bad habits from ad and d second edition <laughs> so, so i know how to do things differently okay um all right i'll get you in a moment Oh, God. Yeah, this turned into something interesting. I'm going to answer Walter MC here, but after I talk with my Hawkman. All right, Mark Hawkman, what you got about Mutant Year Zero?
2: Oh, uh, just, well, uh, I kind of mentioned it in, in chat, but it's like one of the things that you, people should remember most is when dealing with, you know, I guess you could say, liars in real life, is that the more the person knows about what you want and how you feel that makes them better able to deceive you. Oh, you're talking about, say so you're talking about having empathy. Yeah, yeah. yes. Okay, got it. And it's and just like, you know, it's like being able to just listen to someone talk for five minutes and then easily guess exactly mm-hmm. what they want in life gives you a major advantage when it comes to uh, being able to convince them uh, that, uh, that what you uh, want is uh, good for them. Well, man, 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 I can't talk. Wow. Manipulation is
0: based on emotion more than facts. That's why we have the whole saying, <clears throat> facts don't care about your feelings, when I hate to tell yeah. you, but feelings don't care about your facts. And and that that's an unfortunate reality. But you can throw facts at people all day and all night, and emotion is going to get in the way. So you have to find a way of relating to feelings and facts, and then you got the, the real win. So you're absolutely right about that.
2: Any follow-up? Uh, yeah. It's just, uh that, that was really just as it. like, okay. you know, it's like knowledge is power. Knowing how the other person feels gives you the uh, power to, you know, do something with that.
0: All right. Cool. Well, thank you, Mark Hockman. Yeah. yeah. Okay, going. Anybody else? If you guys want to join in, I put the link into the chat there. You're welcome to come in and talk about uh, – so ever since we started i'm telling you, i said it last week as well but ever since we started doing these comment section with with the call-ins now nobody calls in it's weird so i am going to answer this question i did read through this one in what way does tattoo magic cheapen magic easy the same way psionics cheapens magic and the same way sorcerers and Dungeons and dragons cheapen magic magic is something that usually has to be worked for and attained not just drawn on uh, on your body. Well, they have to work. There's a magic, there's a power behind it. Fuck off. Then, no. No, no. <laughs> magic. No. no, 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 no. That's called an iron stone. It just happens to be taped to your skin. Um, but to be fair, even in Palladium, because Heathen Dog can tell you, I don't like it in any game that's ever existed. I also don't like psionics. Okay. I, I don't like anything that doesn't have work involved with it when it comes to magic and mysticism. I also like lower magic worlds. A Tattoo a tattoo magic fits Palladium. I'm not saying it doesn't fit or fits Rifts. Sorry, it fits Rifts. Not saying it doesn't. S- Psionics is all over the Palladium universe. I get it. I get it. So could tattoo magic fit in there? Yes, absolutely. I still don't have to like it. it it, it's basically trying to get something for free i had some dude uh you know draw a line on my arm and now i got uh, five extra hit points and i can roar really loud you know i can do i can do a champion's challenge and now he's like oh no this guy's scary because the magic came ah shut up (laughs) okay um so that's my take on that now if you're going to say how does it cheapen it because you've already got psionics you already got sorcery you already got this weird stuff you're right your question is absolutely valid after that but i like low magic worlds i like magic to be something you work for and requires you to work to use it and it's also i like it to be powerful so there you go
1: Palladium has the best psionic rules.
0: Well, I, I do like that Palladium psionics do... Um, I mean, you still get a thumbs up and a likes. Thank you for the comment. Um, I do like that psionics is less powerful than magic on on an individual basis, but, I don't know, to me, working for magic, learning that esoteric knowledge and you know, having to deal with creepy things in order to figure this out, versus I woke up one day and I could go, loo 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 yeah, that that cheapens that cheapens it to me. So, is that for PC's system as a whole? I I don't like I don't like psionics and sorcerers you know sorcerers for D and D in any stretch of the imagination. You're not born with it. It doesn't come to you in puberty. You have to work for it. If you're just born with it, just scribble it on your arm, or just up oh, accidentally can be because I have dragon blood. Then you can f off with that nonsense. So. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, I mean there was wild, there were wild Sonics in the original D and D. I never used those. I also hated Dark Sun. <laughs> what? Uh, all right, okay. Apparently that got <laughs> more heated than I thought. But um, oh, I don't read comments to to reading comments. I'll get, I will get to the, that later when I have time though. Uh, let's see, that's about.
1: Uh, okay i'm with
0: heathen dog i think adding hope would be a great way to make this game way better even if you fail i get it i don't need that myself i kind of see it as like a roguelike where it's like you just play and see how long you make it but i absolutely understand and might even prefer i don't know having the hope in the game so another superb. don't give him this well he's not here to hear it so that's good like another superb heathen dog breakdown really bring to life these books and as a gm of many new first-time players these videos are priceless yeah we've been getting i've been getting a lot of requests for heathen dog to just keep launching into the palladium stuff part of the problem is he doesn't have all the books he actually doesn't have a lot of the books um so i have to either get them for him but what he's really been kind of telling me and when I I gotta be careful saying this because he hasn't like jumped up and down or anything, but uh what do you want? Okay, this isn't a complaint that came out really like, oh my god, no, 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 I didn't mean it that way. But what do you want? If there's a particular book you want, identify it. If there's a particular section of a book you want, what I've been trying to get him to do is do things like comparisons, like the five best spells in Palladium, the five worst spells in palladium, a uh 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 what do you call it? Uh a mystic versus a mind melter or, you know, whatever, whatever they happen to be. The problem is, is those types of uh, segments require work because he actually has to research. Instead of just saying, oh, yeah, this is in the book. This is what it says. Not that he doesn't research these. He does. He reads them. But I'm saying putting those together, because what happens if he makes one mistake, we're going to have our chat blow up with like, oh, my God, I can't believe you didn't find us it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? That didn't come up in my game. So I didn't think about it. And I wouldn't say that he's paranoid, but I'd say that uh, he realizes that, so he needs to put extra work into it. So if there's something you want to see, like, man, I really need a video on vehicle combat and palladium. Got to let him know. You really got to let him know. But we do appreciate this. Absolutely. And I'm sure he is going to do more palladium stuff. This might become the Free League Palladium channel. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, but that's it's absolutely cool. And And really, he is the better person to get it from than me. My experience is mostly with After the Bomb. I've played other ones, but running games After the Bombs, and I have a lot of house rules. It's not that I think that Palladium's bad. I just did some things in my games that I like. So. Do I need to get a, a gift card for RPG to get some riffs? Uh, before you do that, let me make sure I don't have it. Because I've got a couple of bundles of holding that have helped out with that. So. Yes! It's Sunday heavy tide today. I will go through a couple more of these and then, but, uh, oh, I didn't read it all. Ah, crap. Click. Zooming in causes all types of problems. here. Oh, there we go. Uh, I couldn't help laughing thinking those thugs in the van that Randy's nightlight character teleported to Atlantis end up in the market. That's a reference to the game RPG is dumb ran for us and Randy's character. (laughs) There you go. Um, if you haven't watched it, you can go to RPG is dumb's channel and uh check it out i think he's got all three episodes four episodes whatever it was uh from us and one of them is randy's one shot you can check them out
1: over on his channel
0: um 20 splugorth had any natural db enemies there you go this is one that i cannot answer this is definitely for heathen dog i will try to remind him to answer this because i don't know need to find a group to play Yes. Yes. Play some Hyperborea, man. Play some Hyperborea. People told me I should try to get Jeffrey Tulanian on. I think, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd like to talk to him. I just, again, you know, you guys have heard me say this a lot. I don't know what to ask him. I don't follow the people of the games as much as I follow the games themselves. So, uh, Where's the full video? Oh, yeah, I, I sent him to that. Thanks for the review. This is more akin to paranoia. I don't know okay and much more suitable for one shots you know i think paranoia kind of gets a bad rap in that regard where it's only good for one shots i get it but i don't agree with it i mean you get six clones there's absolutely a whole bunch of conspiracy going on with paranoia at least with the second edition one that i played back in was it the gdw days or or western game who made Westin? was it western games one of them made it um It's great for one-shots, don't get
1: me wrong. But it can be for uh, for for campaigns as well, so.
0: What? Well, congratulate, I'm selling my book now. Jeez. A Mutant Mechatron book sold for $900 on eBay. That's stupid. That is stupid. Look, I'm not gonna tell you to do this because Lulu banned me, terminated my account, but... Get a PDF and go get it printed out on Lulu. Now, if uh, Lulu bans your account for it, well, you can maybe find somewhere. It's never worth $900. Oh, okay. So it's West End Games. I mean, all right, thanks. I knew it was one of those
1: two. Uh, But uh,
0: anyway, yeah. uh, Alien RPG is much more preferable to me. Right now, I still say Coriolis is preferable to me. Over Alien. That may change with the upcoming expansion from uh, from Alien, though. We'll See, oh, uh, that That's different. Oh, what timing on this one? Only recently discovered. Free... Oh, I think I responded to that. Yeah. Rest of you, we start out with Mutant Year Zero and go and dive deep into it. Look, don't take my quibbles that I had and my culture war commentary that I had because that's just part of you know what Legion of Myth is to act like I don't like Free League. You know, there there is a line that could get crossed. It has not crossed yet. Hell, there's a line Palladium could cross. It hasn't been crossed yet. This is... Um,
1: Free League's got some good stuff. You know?
0: And then the company really treats its fans well. Background. Okay, background was the week before, so I think... I think we're out here. Yep, that looks like that looks like a, we're caught up with the comments. So there we go. Nobody else called in. I would do last call, but I think we're done. I think we're done with this. So. And crafty
1: sent me the image. Wow.
0: Wait, what is this? Mutant Mechatron Modifius. Price eight hundred and ninety nine dollars. Wow. By the way, it's not. I, Modifius, when Free League was small, Modifius did the publishing for him. Mutant Year Zero is not by Modifius. I know Crafty knows that, but uh, just you guys, it's by Free League. In fact, a couple of my books, this one says Free League on it, but a couple of my books do say Modifius because that's where I got them through uh, at that point. But uh, it's good to see the Free League's grown. Unfortunately, it's grown through IPs and not through, you know, sticking with these games. But again, maybe we can bring these back. Maybe we can, we can. Have a run on Mutant Mechatron, Mutant Year Zero, and so uh, so forth. And maybe these specific particular ones aren't for you, but maybe you would like to play a Call of Cthulhu with the Year Zero engine. Well, Vason is your game. Maybe you would like, uh, you know, uh, um, a fantasy game. Get Forbidden Lands. I can't say enough good things about Forbidden Lands. Ha- Crafty and I might disagree about the card aspect of it. The game's perfectly playable using dice, as the Lord intended, <laughs> Okay. Get to, uh, I mean, Forbidden Lance is an amazing game. You can find something. Year Zero Engine covers many different genres. Also, also, there's two, there are two different types of Year Zero Engine. Okay, there's one that uses the dice pool of D6s and one uses more of a stepped-up dice system. You've got Twilight 2000. Those of you old, old school players might remember Twilight 2000. Well, Free League's got a modern version of it, and I'll tell you this, I don't like change. This is a great representation. Of Twilight 2000. Sure, it doesn't have life path system that the old ones had. If you're really hung up on the mechanics over the world, okay, I get it, because I can be that way. But man, Twilight 2000 uses the new version of the Year Zero engine, much more tactical than you'd find in Mutant Year Zero, but absolutely fantastic if you want to play a Twilight 2000-style game.
1: So. uh it's still going for up to 100 on average i thought the print on demand would cause a price drop yeah that sucks
0: yeah <laughs> there you go yeah i like the rule say that was the last book i ever bought that gave watsi money as i got a copy a couple years ago of the rule cyclopedia because i had to have it
1: because i never did that's the last money i gave watsi
0: Twilight 2000, a house rule version of the second edition? Uh, I mean, the version that I've got with those little amber books right there, that uses the Year Zero engine.
1: So. I don't know.
0: I don't have the original one. The one I played, the original Twilight 2000 I played, people tell me was second edition. is the one with the bright yellow book. So. Alright, well, I think that's it. I mean again, no heathen dog here, no real segment two. Let, let me kind of be, you know, a little freewheeling on that. Uh we'll see if you uh, know how many people get butthurt about what I said about the whole pronoun thing. <laughs> Crafty's friend made me go down that rabbit hole. Thank you, Omanel, for stopping me <laughs> there. But uh yeah, well, it is what it is. I don't I don't care. And I mean, I honestly, if you watch my character creation video for Forbidden Lands, I've got a ton of comments on there. I really like this character creation video. It's an amazing character creation video. And then you ended it with the with uh, woke, you know, going against woke crap. Screw you, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. I don't care. Obviously, I struck a nerve and I don't care. So, them um, maps from the 1E modules are inside the covers. Oh, wait, what? Uh, I, yeah, you know what, Crafty? I, I'm with you on this.
1: Uh, where is it? Oh, not your friend
0: Oh, That's cool. Uh, here we go. Uh, Free League produce more solo supplements. Yeah, I'd really like to see Free League do more. You're gonna see my legs. Do
1: more of uh, that one.
0: So this is a um, a zone compendium. Basically, it's a module. It's an adventure module. Okay. I'd love to see more of these
1: By Free League, I'm talking about.
0: And come on, that cover is just amazing, isn't it? This is the prelude to um, was it the wake what's it called uh, what's it icons? Oh my God, Mercy of the icons. Uh, this is the prelude to it. And Free League puts out good quality.
1: Uh, find a page that's got some text on it too it's just a ship there we go hopefully that's on camera i
0: can't quite tell so but oops, just smack myself in the face with that but yeah i would i would love to see more things like this they're doing it for forbidden lands which is awesome uh
1: yeah i don't want to show much of this because almost every part of this is spoiler so these really good content
0: creators too so small let's just say they've been very generous yeah free league oops free league has uh, absolutely th- that's why as much as bust their balls on one aspect of it i give them a lot of respect because free league has been absolutely cool so i don't need to keep uh saying that over and over again i'll probably say it as we keep going through these videos you know after people watch the first video they won't watch the second one anymore so you know whatever <laughs> i could download it and cut that stuff out but i'm not going to
1: Well, it might be good to the creator. Uh, yeah, their books need better editing. But I get it. I get it. All right,
0: Um, right. I've got nothing else, guys. So thank you for being here in the chat. I hope you enjoyed it. If not uh, this week, it'll be on, I guess, uh, Tuesday and Thursday. Oh, no, we also had the, the comments as well. So I guess Monday, Wednesday, Friday is when the episodes will go out. And if I still have followers after Monday, then uh, great. Hope to see you on the Friday night chill stream next week. Remember, it's going to be skills. I don't know what Dogs Dog's covering yet, but next week is going to be skills. And I'm going to take a lot of time to go through them. I might even break that into two videos. I doubt it, but I might break that into two videos uh, because there's a lot to talk about. But once you understand that and we're going to do examples and we're going to have fun. Once you understand that, you understand the entirety of the game. Every one of these games plays similarly, but different. When we get to Coriolis, you're going to find out there are only two sets of dice, not three. Why is that? I don't know. We'll explain it then. When you get into uh, Forbidden Lands, you can find out there are three sets of dice, but now we've added an eight, a ten, a twelve. Oh my god, mine exploded. Why? 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 All these changes. Well, they're really not changes. They enhance the experience a little bit. And you'll find out why. And if you know the second... Nope, I'm not even going to get into it. So, uh, uh, Yeah but still they all play generically the same Coriolis uses action points where alien uses fast action slow action like most of the other ones it's fine they still play once you've played one you can dive in and play the other ones so all right guys I hope you guys have a good week See you next week. Uh, go ahead and follow. Like, Who do we have on here that's a content creator? I'll, I'll call you, shout you guys out since I have a moment here. Gaming with ADHD, go ahead and uh, follow his channel if you have not done so. You should. Um, else is a content creator that I know in here. Are you the only one that's still watching? Oh, Crafting Gamer.
1: Content creator. There we go. Follow him. Squirtle Hermit.
0: Hardmaster Cyanix is really good. Synex is never really good (laughs) i will die on that hill uh all right i'm not scrolling back so so cool all right guys i'm really gonna hit the end broadcast button now no minnesota no minnesota goodbye today so well yeah you all have a good week see you later